0: We are officially live with Tom Zenner, good Adam morning. Sauce. This time around, we have Kai on as well. Kai, why don't you say something so people can hear you?
1: What's up in the building? Okay, so we got <laughs> Kai. Lots of enthusiasm, wow. obviously. Nice and job. then we got
0: Sam and Luis as well. We can hear them as well. Can you say a few words, Sam? Why are you panicking? What happened?
1: You're good, Sam. Go ahead. Say something, Sam. yeah. Uh, how you guys doing? Everything good? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Oh. I love how we took the headphones off to talk, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Okay.
0: All right. Well, look, glad to be with you this morning. Uh, we got a lot of topics to cover today. Uh, I have, um, first we got to cover the Netflix, The, the uh, this movie that came out, apparently Cuties, with Netflix that's creating a lot of havoc, TikTok. Where apparently Microsoft was supposed to be winning. It's no longer Microsoft. Oracle came out of nowhere. Yeah. We're getting Ellison. words that there's echo,
2: echo, right. echo, echo, yeah. echo, yeah. echo, echo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, it. I, It's already been fixed or no? Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, let us know if the echo has been fixed or not. Give me a thumbs not. up. We've not. If the echo has been fixed, just let us know if the echo has been fixed. Bad echo, they're still hearing an echo. Just let us know if there's no echo. That's better. It's
1: a, it's a big like 10-second uh, delay, too,
0: so. All right, it's let's awesome, see. It's yeah. fine now. Okay, thank you. Awesome. Results. Nice Sounds job. good. Okay. All right, so we got a lot of things to talk about today. TikTok, Cuties, uh, Netflix, Amazon hiring 100,000 new people. Apple's iPhone launch, whether it's going to happen or not. OPEC is weaker at 60. Delta uses frequent flyer mile program to raise $6.5 billion. What a way to raise money. NVIDIA SoftBank deal $40 billion acquisition from uh, 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 of ARM. And then two sheriffs shot point-blank execution style in California. Compton, I believe. There's some uh, controversy there. Seven states where you can start early voting. Bloomberg committing $100 million just in Florida to help Biden win it all. And then uh, some fires in L.A. Beverly Hills Republicans. I don't know if you saw the fires in L.A. It's pretty intense what's going on there. Trump's rally speech in Nevada. Buffett campaigned for Obama and Clinton but hasn't donated or spoken out For Biden, and no one knows why. And then Brady lost. Rogan, a four-hour debate. A bunch of other things. Singapore's no destination. (laughs) Flights to nowhere. And then Navid Afrari executed in Iran, which we'll cover that as well. But I think we start off with Bloomberg's $100 million. Ha, uh, deciding to help his brother, Joe Biden, yeah. win the yeah. state his of Florida. Town. Yeah. Hey, 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 what are your thoughts about okay, that? Okay,
1: here's what this reminds me of. Did you watch the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David show on bum, HBO? Bum, bum, so, bum, so, so, Larry bum, David, bum, bum, bum. he goes in, Mocha bum. Joe's a character, yeah. okay, a, a reappearing character. So, Mocha Joe has a coffee shop. Larry David goes in there, the coffee's cold, the scone is too hard, the table's wobbly. He's upset about it, so he opens a store right next to it and calls it his Spite store. Opens a coffee shop right next to it to put it out of business. I think this is all like 500% personal with Bloomberg, all right? He's writing this check. It'll probably be Personal towards Trump. Yes, his hatred towards Trump. This is all – something happened with these guys when he was the mayor because think of the amount of money, the fortune that he is going to spend on his losing – Primary campaign, and then if this hundred million doesn't help him out, it's a spite store on the political side of things, and it's 100% personal with what him. What do you think about that, Adam?
2: Well, obviously, he doesn't like Trump. I mean, obviously. I mean, that I don't Ooh, think Bloomberg. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, you're spending a hundred million dollars. I'm saying the only to, reason is it's personal. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I mean, there's obviously more to it. You know, I'm going to give you an answer you're probably not expecting out of uh, young Adam Saws over here. Let's hear it. Um, well, n- most. You know, from Miami, Florida boy, lived everywhere in Florida. Florida is literally the most important state when it comes to elections. Agree or disagree?
0: Yes. Purple. Okay. Yes.
2: It's purple. It has the most electoral uh, college votes. Al for Gore, Bush, Al controversy, Bush, Bush, Florida. Bingo, bango, yes, ballots, always. Chad's always. Yes. You got North Florida, more GOP. You got South mm-hmm. Florida, more Democratic. You got the Cubans. You got old people. You got Haitians. You got blacks. It is the most important state. So that's why we're going to single out this state. But- here's my thoughts on this i actually hate seeing stories like this whether it's on the left or whether it's on the right bloomberg donates a hundred million dollars george soros donates you know a billion dollars the Koch brothers Why do donate you it? it's just a pay for play thing these super packs yeah. these one thing for sure is if you're a billionaire you could just buy your elections hey bloomberg wants to give a hundred million dollars to florida cool the Koch brothers want to yeah. give you know, $50 billion to Nebraska. Cool. Yeah. It's just so excessive and all these
1: billionaires just, so you're de- heartbroken. It kind I'm of heartbroken.
2: You. Unless the uh, Biden ends up. Winning I mean, what's he going to spend it
1: on TV yeah. commercials? I guess He's, that's where he, the, money I mean, goes. it says it
2: right here. He's going to use it for two reasons. Number one, to obviously prop up Biden, but number two to make Trump spend more of his campaign chest. So you know, it's, like, literally prop him up? <laughs> yeah, he's going mean, to Here's the question asleep. I got for you. Here's the question yeah. I got for you.
0: So, so he's going to spend $100 million, which, first of all, $100 million is nothing to a guy worth $65 billion. That's like you having $65,000 and giving $100 to a person running for office. That's yeah. like you having $650,000 and giving $1,000. To him, it's not a big deal. And then let's look at how much money this guy spent on his own campaign, Yeah. okay? He spent a losing campaign. Do you by know that. how much money he spent? Do you know the 500 number? Million? 900 million dollars he spent wow. on his own campaign and he got fifty-eight delegates. And he lasted less than barely a couple. I was gonna say, days.
2: I was gonna say not even a couple but, of months. But
0: this is the point I'm trying to make to you. If I'm even gonna ask you a crazier question, yeah. okay. Say he spent sixty four billion dollars, <laughs> okay, in the state of Florida. Say Bloomberg hates Trump so much. He gives his $65 billion to help Biden get elected. you think Biden's still going to get elected if he gives him $65 billion? No, there's no guarantee. What I'm trying to say to you is the following. As much as money matters, Mm -hmm. as much as money matters, as much as you can go out there and say, well, it's about this, and it's about that, and it's about this, America voted Obama. When Obama was coming up, Hillary had all the money, not Obama. Okay, When he was coming up, Mm -hmm. Hillary had the money. He didn't have the money. When Trump was coming up, Jeb Bush had all the money. Jeb Bush, day one, had $140 million. Trump had nothing, right? Trump just had a social media presence. This is more than just giving money. I think what's starting to happen today is money matters. Don't get me wrong. You Mm -hmm. need the super PACs. You need the money 100%. But if you are not coming out, just yesterday, uh, Trump did a rally in Nevada, Mm -hmm. right? And just yesterday, look at what Trump's doing. So yesterday, Trump is in Nevada, does a rally, Does it give us a talk? I don't think if it's yes, maybe it was a day before that when he gave the talk two days ago. He gives a talk in Nevada on fire. This guy lit up, right? Getting up there, talking, people hollering. There's 80,000 people. When I was watching it, when it was live, I was in the bathroom. I'm being serious (laughs) with Mm -hmm. you. I get out of the bathroom. I said, Babe, look how many people watching. I said, There's 80,000 people watching Trump in their bathroom stall right now, listening to this guy (laughs) speak from anywhere. I said, when Hillary and Trump were running, here's what was happening, if you remember this. Hillary's running against Trump. Every day you turn on Facebook, Trump was somewhere doing a rally. Mm -hmm. Every day you turn on Facebook, you didn't see Hillary Clinton do rallies. No matter how much money is spent, if Biden's strategy is to lock him up, don't have him come out, don't let anybody see him, no one's going to get any opinions, any of that stuff's not going to take place, I don't care how much Bloomberg spends, nothing's right.
1: going to happen. You know, why do you think Bloomberg is such a lightweight and so unsuccessful nationally? I mean, he was – I mean, the media company he built is unbelievable when you look at Bloomberg and, and, and what that value is of that company. The and machine then, and then what he built. He, he was such a great mayor. Yeah. I mean, you would almost think that he would transfer over and be an outstanding president, but he's such a lightweight. Well, I mean what is it with him nationally? People just don't identify with him?
2: Different strokes for different folks. You have a Jewish billionaire who you know, made his money in New York City. He's going to resonate in New York. He's not going to resonate
1: in But he was successful. Oklahoma. He did a good job. I just thought he could do a better job in these primaries, and, and you would look at him and have a little more respect for him. But he's kind of a putz when you think about him well, on I, a national I, I give level. You a,
0: I give you a perfect idea there. It's a very good question you point out, by the way. Very good question. We're not prepared for this, but it's a very good question. I will tell you this. So you know how— You know how you decide to go away and come back and reappear in the media, okay? Like reinvent yourself? Yeah, not even reinvent. You kind of like, when you have the money sometimes, you're getting all the attention all this other stuff, you get to a point where you don't want any attention, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you don't want attention because – you don't want your personal life yeah, to be talked a target about. a on your back. Like sure. How many times do you see Jordan doing an interview? Honestly. Never. How often do you see Michael Jordan doing interviews?
1: Not even as a owner. He no. doesn't do it. What,
0: what was the most common thing when Jordan was in Chicago and they would ask him about his personal life? What would Michael say to the inter- Like People like you, what would he say?
1: Uh, he would deflect. AA, you probably wouldn't even ask him that question because you know it's pretty much hard. But outdoor. if
0: you did, it was a code in Chicago. You don't ask right. Michael about his personal life. But if you did, Michael point blank will look at you and he would say, you know, I'm here to talk about basketball. My personal life said it. I don't want to talk about mm-hmm. it. But my b- basketball life, whatever questions you got, we can talk about it. So he deflected. Why? Some of these guys just don't want your personal life to be advertised, right? So Bloomberg is so big in New York. He's the mayor, all this other stuff. Then maybe his marriage didn't work out. He's a single guy. He's got the money, he's got girlfriends on the side. I don't want publicity. Then he decides to go out and get on social media, which I'll tell you how many followers he has on social media. And this stuff matters today. It didn't matter 40 years ago, but it matters today. Watch this. Bloomberg on Instagram has 468,000 followers. Hmm. Let me say this one more time, Adam. Bloomberg on Instagram has 468,000 followers. That is less than many 12-year-olds <laughs> that are putting cat videos on Instagram. He's not even an And influencer. he's running for office. His last video he posted this morning got 2,583 views in two hours with 19 comments. And this guy's worth $65 sure. billion. Dollars. Do what this tells you for, for this, for right here, is the big screen. He is not fit for the big screen. Mm-hmm. He's fit for the boardroom. It's a very big difference. Today's presidential to win. You got to belong here. He doesn't belong there. Not yeah. Bloomberg. That's my opinion.
1: I wonder how many of those posts he does on his own. Do you think he? That's the beauty of Trump and some of these other people. Zero. That you can tell that Bloomberg ain't he uh, Twitter it's fingering over there. No. right? And it's a real message that's getting out.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, like you said, some something must have happened in New York. And, you know, uh, would you be surprised that Trump pissed uh, Bloomberg off? I mean, how long is the list of people that right. Trump is pissed off? Can we add just Bloomberg to that list? It's not like it's right. a big and deal.
1: And it depends how thin your skin is because at some point, Trump's going to say something about you. So do you hold a grudge? Yeah. Do you take it that personally? Yeah,
0: he, he's not he's not cool with that. So apparently that, that that's not something he's uh, comfortable with. But we'll see what's going to happen with that $100 million. So Apple apparently is, is not launching for the first time ever... Apple will be doing their event today at 10 o'clock, okay, Pacific Standard Time, which is 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, but rumor has it, they're, they're, they're launching a new iPad, they're launching a new watch, they're launching all this other stuff, but rumor has it they are not launching a new iPhone. iPhone has reportedly been delayed till October due to COVID-19. Do you think that's an accurate rumor? And if it is? Do you think that's a good strategy to delay the uh, uh, the phone launch till October?
1: Well, my first reaction is, as good as Apple is with marketing, with PR, maybe they have a surprise that they've kept under wraps, and maybe they'll yeah. have a huge announcement about two new phones today. Nothing would surprise me. Um, I guess, logically, it seems COVID, you know, in China, where they make the phones, might have some sort of impact on production, but... Apple's also the type of company that I don't think they they use too many things as excuses, and they're going to find a way to to use this publicity stunt today to make some sort of big announcement. I can't believe they'd be, you know, kind of go quiet or not have something big to say.
2: Adam? Just as a consumer, what's the difference if they bring out a new phone in September or October? Now, let me ask you this. Are you a
0: diehard Apple fan? No. That's the problem. Yeah. To a diehard Apple I, uh, fan. Do I have Apple? Yeah. Am I
2: like, oh, my God, the new phone? Like, no.
0: Well, you know, to, to the diehard Apple fans, yeah. September is like December 24th. You know, what Christmas means to you yes. is what September oh, means sure. to you. Sure, love
1: Santa. Ad- yeah, they want to go line up outside the <laughs> stores, even though the stores are closed. That's the point. But Every uh, time
2: yeah. that I see, I'm in the mall. I remember just being in the mall. Yeah. This is literally last year. And lines out the door in Apple. And I, and I, you know me, I'm a pretty inquisitive person. Lem- I'll go gonna say something? go ahead
0: i was gonna ask while you're saying this i want yeah. to ask the audience a question let me ask you how many of you the moment the new iphone comes out you go out there and buy it and how many of you are watching this right now be honest i tell you myself my answer i'll tell you right after you tell yours how many of you the moment iphone 12 comes out you're gonna go buy it comment below go ahead adam
2: yeah that's that was actually my point is that there was lines out the door and i'm not a diehard, really anything like uh I remember just asking people online, like, Hey guys, what's up? What's going on here? Dude, it's a new iPhone 11. It's coming out. I'm like, why do you have to go opening day, man? I just love Apple. I'm like, you can't wait a day or two. No, nah, man, I gotta have
0: it.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay. What I wanted to ask that person was like, how in debt are you? What's your debt situation? What's <laughs> but your don't money? I want to ask
1: everybody that question. It's
2: like, why do you like, Dude, you don't need to run out and get the new phone yeah. the day it comes out. Like, well, that, that's the beauty could, of that like, brand, right? I guess the biggest question is, how often do you really need a new phone? Do you need it every <laughs> single time <laughs> well, it comes out? The Apple Can you use a phone do. for a year or two? Like, you, that's talk, the bigger
0: question. First of all, you're talking about a trillion-dollar company. This trillion-dollar company's number one selling product is what? The iPhone, the smartphone. Right. And this trillion-dollar company, historically, when you go back to the 80s and 90s, you know what they were known for? selling expensive computers right if you owned Apple you were rich it was not Mm -hmm. the 486 or 386 if you remember the old 386 and a 486 Apple was 2,900 bucks 3,500 bucks and the other computers were $1,800 here's the other part when I think about this data here with uh why uh, by the way just so you know most people here are saying no no way when I say most people um, Kai would you agree 90% of people are saying no 90% 90% of people are saying they don't go line up to buy the iPhone. Ninety. Well, good. I'm happy to hear right.
1: that. Okay, I feel like that's a, uh, Android, I feel like that's Android. That's an older thing, though, because people used to do it back in the day. Like, if we ask... How many have ever gone to line up? And That's get a, a different quote. That's a different question. But then
0: the question becomes: They're still selling, though. Like they are still yeah, selling.
1: because now people can order online. Back in okay, the day, okay, I got if it. If you didn't order, like you couldn't order you, online. That makes so sense. Either you line up right away, or yeah. you get it in four. Well, months. maybe the
0: better question is: Are how many of you guys are going to order it, regardless whether it's face to face or online? You're going to order it. Here's a, here's a couple things. Mm-hmm. There's two ways to look into this. The way the way I see this: Number one. You know, Apple has a surprise up their sleeve because they've historically been known as the surprise, like yeah. you were saying earlier. But the surprise was more a Steve Jobs thing, sure. not a Tim Cook thing. So I don't think Tim Cook is a surprise guy as much as Steve Jobs was. The other part was when my book was coming out with Simon & Schuster, Simon & Schuster had an emergency call with me in June, I believe. I don't know when it was. It was a June, guy that we had that call. They had a call with me in June, and they said, Patrick, I don't think we can launch the book on June 18th. I said, why is that? printers. Mm -hmm. We just can't print the books the way we did. So we can't print, but we're only going to be able to print 5,000. And our first batch was supposed to be 25, 35,000. So maybe Apple is having a hard time being able to produce the phones because right. if all of a sudden they got sure. a million orders, how the hell are we going to make Logistically this Logistically and yeah.
1: shipping them. You know, Could you, be. these diehard Apple fans are like diehard comic book fans or something. They expect something on that date. And, and everybody thinks of Apple as the most innovative company in the world. So I think they'd miss a big opportunity today if they came out flat and didn't have something that they had to say. I use Apple. I love Apple. I don't care about the new phone. It's just another thing I'd have Which, to learn. What model do you have? I, I think it's a 10, what do you 10X have? or something. I, don't I got even the
2: know. 6S. It's great. It's You're great. being sarcastic. No, it's <laughs> the Apple 10. flip phone. A 10, you a 10?
1: 10, I think, yeah. What is this?
0: Is this an 11? Is this the 11? So, I have an 11, so the you... question
2: is this, Pat. Yes. Are you basically alluding to the day it comes out, Pat's got to get the, the new day shit.
0: I, The day it comes out, I'm buying one. You're getting one. Absolutely. Okay. The day it comes out, I'm buying an iPhone. All right. Now, why, why is this? Yeah. I support the brand. That's it. I don't care what the product is. I support the brand. Now
2: would the when would the let's let's take you yeah. back a little bit would the young hustler entrepreneur 23 year old Pat not.
0: okay absolutely
2: tell not. me why not
0: one he you was, didn't have money he didn't have money that's yeah. number one number two all I needed was a phone and a texting uh, method for me to drive whatever I need to to whoever it is today okay. we have multiple media stuff that we're right. doing I need whatever that's going to be the fastest cool. to be able to allow me to do yeah. other things because I got so many different things so every time the 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 processor gets faster. I'm I'm banking on a newer processor, so okay, it's a little so bit more technical with my here's answer. Here's my point. Yeah,
2: forty one year old stud CEO entrepreneur, sure, worth millions. Go get the new Apple. No question. The twenty three year old twenty three year old out there watching this who has student loan debt and is struggling to make income, or maybe you're just you know a normal person, yeah. or even if you're doing well. I'm not just relegating just people who are not doing well. You don't have to run out and get the new iPhone. If you're not a social media content creator, CEO, take a take a couple months, take yeah. a year. I think ride the with your old isn't, phone.
0: isn't what's the right thing to do. It's, it, with Apple it's never what the right thing to do is. It's what the cult-like following sure. is going to do.
1: Cult-like. Like, it's emotional is going with to Apple do. and that's the you, connection it's that, very that yeah. emotional, For me it's yeah. all function. Like if I'm on a non-Apple device, I am I'm wasting 50% of my time because it's just slower. I don't know how to use it. It's frustrating. Yeah. So for me, it's it's pure for Were you a Blackberry guy? Yeah, I did used to like the Blackberry, just because you know you could send emails and text, and you know, Man, if I you're a communicator, yes. Yeah, so I remember I. one
0: time I gotta tell you a story about Blackberry. So remember next to Blackberry? Yeah. The walkie-talkie blackberry. Oh, yeah, I can So one day that. at the Chinese theater, uh Exorcist comes out, the movie. Okay. I don't know if you guys remember the Exorcist, the movie. Like the original? Way back? The, you don't remember when they well, brought it back in LA oh, at the yeah, Chinese okay, theater? Yeah. So they brought the it back. The
2: original Exorcist was like in 1980.
0: Yeah, 1980. So my, I, I go to my dad, I say, Dad, there's this movie coming out called The Exorcist. W- what do you think about it? My dad says, don't, don't <laughs> screw around watching this movie. I said, why is that? He said, I'm telling you, don't go watch this movie. I said, Dad, my dad never says don't go watch a movie. But he so happens to tell me, don't go watch this movie, Exorcist. Hmm. I said, what's up with The Exorcist? I said, well, back in the uh, early 80s, I went to UK to do a, a certain training for Max Factor because my dad's a chemist, so he makes makeup. So he said, I went to uh, UK for a... Max Factor training, he says one day I'm staying at the hotel, and I said, look, let me go watch a movie. I asked a front desk clerk, I said, look, what's a good movie to watch? They said, there's a new movie that came out in Farsi, they call it Jangir. It's the name of it. So he says, you know, Exorcist came out. So he says, okay, no problem. So he goes across the street, across the park to watch this movie. He He says, I go to the theater. He said, no one's in the theater. I'm by myself watching Exorcist. <laughs> he says, I sit there, watch this ex. I'm like, what the hell did I do watching this movie? So he says, on my way back to the hotel, I had to cross the street of, of, of a park. He said, I see this park. The only way I can get to the hotel is I got to run through the park. He said, Pat, I start running, running. All <laughs> of a sudden, I see this couple that are making out. They see me. I thought it was The Exorcist. Oh, Ice cream, they cream. So finally, I get to the hotel. Long story short, I go straight to the bar. He says, "Give me two shots of double tequila." He says, "I take the shots." I went upstairs. I left mm-hmm. the lights on to go to sleep. All yeah. I thought about was the movie. So now the story comes back to me. Yeah. So a friend of mine says, "Uh, uh, uh you know, uh, we're gonna go watch The Exorcist." There's two parts of the story. So I go and I. So uh, you, uh, you didn't listen to your dad? No, is what of you're course not. Of course <laughs> not. So. So I go watch it first with my friend Fernando Lasso who lives in Ecuador right now. Shout out to Fernando Lasso, one of my groomsmen, by the way. Fernando? Fernando Lazo. The, uh, uh, Conejo. Conejo means rabbit, right? That, that's what his nickname was, Conejo. So I go watch this with uh, our buddy Conejo. And Conejo says, before we watch The Exorcist, we have to listen to this recording. I said, what's this recording? He, he, this is a diehard Christian guy, Fernando mm-hmm. Lasso. He says, this is how, when I was in uh, uh, Ecuador going to school, this is how... People who worship the devil, this is the kind of music they listen to. I said, bro, turn this crap off. He says, no, but just think how crazy it is. I said, I don't need to listen (laughs) to this stuff. He puts it in for 15 seconds. I listen to it. They're reading the Bible backwards. That's how creepy this thing is. I said, what is the matter with you? He says, we have to get in the mood before we watch this movie. We have to get in the mood before. I said, you are absolutely crazy. So we go sit in and watch the movie. It's myself, a guy named Mauricio and uh, Fernando Lazo. So, So we watch it. We leave. First of all, the movie was out of control, terrible. But one of my friends, <laughs> meaning me, mean, scary. Thing. No, 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 yeah. but scary. So, my friend Saul Lopez goes to watch the movie. And I know he's going to go. And I ask all my friends, what time is he going to the movie? So, I go into the movie theater just to see him. I know where he's, he has no clump right there.
1: <laughs> I grab <laughs> the next walkie talkie.
0: I see where he's sitting. I say, Saul Lopez. <laughs> 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 Let me tell you what happened with Saul. Saul jumps up. I see, though. I wish we had camera back yeah. then to see the reaction. He jumps up that night. He knew I'm in the parking lot. He comes in. He says, there's no way I'm sleeping alone that night. True story. That night, four of us slept at my sister's apartment on the floor because Saul didn't want to Saul, if you're listening to this and watching this, you know I'm telling the truth. You know I'm telling the truth. But that's the exorcist story. I don't know how the hell we got to the exorcist well, story. Well, because
1: you couldn't have done that on an iPhone. <laughs> Right, you that's need that BlackBerry device if, to I mean, scare. If I solve. had an
0: iPhone, I would have seen the reviews, and I would have never seen The Exorcist. Yeah. But it is what it is. Oh, that's the whole thing with the BlackBerry, the Walkie-Talkie deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which was pretty cool. It's,
2: I'm getting a little sign here with The Exorcist, and your dad's star with The Exorcist. Isn't your phone ring the one? So you—that's know, so crazy. Freddy's you say that. Well, last
0: night, yeah. my son finally made me change it. He finally, ironically said, enough, ironically. So, but we haven't even spoken about. it. Can you send me a text right now? This is what I had to change it to. Because my son said that. I can't stand listening to the thing. It scares me. Tico. Tico doesn't like scary what songs. What was it? Uh, one, two, two, Freddy's coming okay. for you. you. That's my ringtone. Okay. But now it's changed. It's classic. It's a little more uplifting. The animals. House of the Rising Sun. The House of the Rising Sun. It changed. So he, a was, he, was, he who, was a little disturbed. Why would you select that? I'm a crazy fan of House of the Rising Sun, and you know <laughs> that specific Don't let song. me be misunderstood. The animals. I mean, this, yeah, this the uh, they, they were legit. By the way, a lot of great movies have played that song, The House of the Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. There is a house, and oh, sure. no like right? they call. So it's the a great song. Sun. Yes. Okay. Thank God this isn't a karaoke so show. Okay. I,
2: of all of all times, yeah, I mean fail. Of all days, of all times, last night, your son. Tico said, "Enough, enough with the uh, yeah." Uh, Nightmare Mario, on Elm Street.
0: I got a text from Mario. Tico's sitting right next to me. We're having a conversation. He says, "Daddy, you got to change that ringtone. It's too scary." Over here, I changed it yesterday because for the longest time we had Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyways. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, we got to give a shout out to Freddy Krueger. I mean, he's got to get it. He has scared a living crap out of many kids. Do you no remember kidding. the first? Do you remember the first time you watched Nightmare
1: on well, Elm Street? Well, yes, and I think movies were ten times more scary in the '80s. I mean, they just were. I mean, they just. I don't know why. Is Maybe, it because you were we were kids, or is it because they were scary? I think because we lived in. or well, I grew up in a in a rural environment, so after you see the movie, it's all dark and cornfields and stuff, and you think Freddy Krueger and Children of the Corn are actually there. And there was fewer distractions. You can't get on your cell phone and on social media and distract yourself right after that movie or calm yourself down. So I don't know, but they were freaky back then. Although I, I hate scary movies in general. I don't even watch them. Hate them all. I almost all want to
0: tell a story about Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't want to tell it. It's, it's that bad, but... Maybe I should to tell this it. you story. You know, it's a pretty bad story, by
2: the way. <laughs> was was uh, okay. Let me tell this was story. Rabbit, yeah. rabbit now, in it.
0: This is a crazy story. Let me ask
2: the audience: Do you want to hear no, another story from Pat? No, no, This is a crazy story. Pat.
0: I should almost not tell this story. Uh, but you guys, know. do
2: you want we'll to hear the story from Pat? I don't know. He's threatening not to tell the story. We'll
0: come back to it. I don't Maybe know. We'll come back I, I think
2: we're it. on topic right now. I think this is the time.
0: All right, let me tell you the story. So here's what happened. Okay. It's crazy. I mean people are <laughs> I don't
2: want to tell it. I don't okay, so, I'll tell it. Okay. So okay let me it, let me, me
0: let me let me tell you what happens. I'm, the only thing I'm thinking about is people are gonna say, What the hell does this guy do here? So <laughs> So if I go to a hotel room, I wanna go to sleep. Okay, there's nothing worse than a neighbor mm-hmm. that's blasting music at two o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I'm on a business trip and there's these two people you know, that are next to me blasting their music. And when I go on business trip, I room up with Mario. Mario and I uh, get a room together. I always have a roommate when I go on uh, trips, right? So, I noticed they're not stopping it. They're not stopping it. They're not stopping it. And I said, look, we call downstairs. We say, hey, our neighbors are playing music. They call them. They slow down. They blasted it again. I said, no problem. I have the solution on how to turn off the music. You know what I do? <laughs> I get the soundtrack song of *Nightmare on Elm Street*. Our doors are att- uh, doors <laughs> are attached. I put the phone under the door. You know the doors are attached, of course. And it goes, one, two, Freddy's coming <laughs> for you. And then the sound of a girl comes out. I see you. I see you. I'm coming inside your door.
2: Do you want to play with me? Do you want to play with me? You see that one I've Do told you. you. Play with me? So
0: next thing you know, you see these girls screaming. They totally start. They come outside. They're knocking on everybody's door. Everybody's door they're knocking wow. on. Someone's in here. You know what they did? They left. And we went to sleep. <laughs> you scared them that Very bad. simple. Then solution. we murdered but them. Thank you. Enough, <laughs> thanks to nightmare. On Elm Street and Freddy Krueger. he he, he was. People are saying to you've told sleep. this
1: story, Pat. If I
0: have told this hey, story, you were great, cranking
1: man. that to overshadow what they were playing too.
0: No question about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into a couple other things. <laughs> My
1: here. My guy JJ goes, "What the hell is Pat on about
2: right now?"
0: You gotta let Pat's me go on to a twisted little man, vibe, this,
2: guys. Just roll well, with it. But there's him. a lot That's of stories. There's Just a lot of
0: stories it. that you you do not know about this guy here. So, all right, which one do we want to get into? Two sheriff shot point blank execution style in California. Disturbing new video shows a 31 year old deputy tending to her partner, who's 24 years old, as she hides them both from uh, 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 behind a column after a man fires a gun at the two L.A. County Sheriff deputies sitting in their patrol cruiser Saturday night in Compton. Reward money now, $175,000. Los Angeles Mayor uh, Eric Garcetti on Sunday condemned protesters for reportedly yelling death to police outside the hospital where two Los Angeles County Sheriff Police Department deputies are being treated and in critical condition after being shot. Have you seen the video by the way? Yeah. Kai, yeah. have you seen the video? I, I, if you got the video to, for for people if they've not seen it, this is the visual. Okay, just so you know. So they're in their uh, 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 car. This this person that's walking up. Originally, they had no plans of doing anything. He's about to walk by. Then all of a sudden he pulls out his gun and he starts shooting. Okay, in the in the 24 24- Are the windows open or no? Uh, I don't from think this so. angle, you, it looks like it's open, but Maybe. it may not be open. The, the cop that, they, that, he, that the person shot at got a 26 year old kid. She's 24 years old. She's hospitalized, not in good conditions. Trump said if either one of them dies, if either one of these cops dies, he says this person's going to be getting the death penalty. And, and uh, uh, you know, for, for, yeah. for that to be taking place. Yeah. Then the local sheriff in LA came out and said, hey, LeBron, since you really, lives really matter to you, why don't you match the $175,000 of donation that we got to LeBron? This was just said last night. So what are your thoughts? You're in, you're in L.A., right? Yes, now. What are your thoughts about
1: this? Uh, it's so disturbing on, on multiple levels. This is sick. It's, it's unbelievable. It's very unsettling. But I, I think almost as bad as the fact that these protesters get into the hospital. Here's a quote. According to the Sheriff's Department, the protesters were blocking the entrance and exit of the hospital emergency room, and one of them was yelling, we hope they die. I mean, the, here's the scary thing for me. This is so organized, right? For protesters to be on the spot, to A, know where the hospital is, to get down there, to be in front of the hospital, to have these types of chants, it, it, there's a big thing brewing here that's, uh, that's quite scary. LeBron's probably not going to do anything. I doubt if he's going to match that. probably would have done it right away. Did you hear that the Black Lives Matter uh, blocked, bu- blocked the Lakers bus yesterday and, and there was a— something going on in florida as well so lebron seems to be in the, in the crosshairs of both sides trying to get his attention but look i hope that i mean there's not much else to say trump even took heat for saying that how can that be a controversial statement to say that these guys need to be brought to justice immediately and having death penalty you know uh, attached to the to yeah, the sentence but
0: you you know you know what's my biggest challenge with lebron by the way t- i've been in u.s since november 28 1990 What's special about November 20, 1990, is that's the year where the finals were Lakers against the Bulls. So I watch Michael make that shot over Sam Perkins where he goes up and he switches for no reason and comes up left-handed saying, Sam Perkins was trying to block my shot. As if Sam Perkins with a six-inch vertical leap can block Michael's shot, right?
2: Who is high most of the time, by the way, Sam I, Perkins. I, I, you ever I, see Sam Perkins play? That
0: He's had a good left-handed shot, by the way. The three-pointer used to hit Sam him. Sam Perkins, ball. But, but I've been a Laker fan for 29 30 years now it's the first year i'm not rooting for the lakers you know why here's why to me michael if there was a political issue he would say i'm giving 000, 000, 000 a million dollars to black university or black college and i'm giving 000, 000 a million dollars to charity of a police department or sheriff and he would talk about how the cops protected him so well throughout his career right there's nothing that's unifying about LeBron James. The only thing unifying about LeBron James is anybody that agrees with him. That's it. You have to be a BLM supporter for him to unify. Mm -hmm. If you're not, you won't hear anything from him. Big difference when a guy that's the face of the league is treating the the politics that were just purely one-sided. And if he says, it's not my responsibility, it's not on me, you're the face of the league. You call yourself the king. The king dictates what direction the NBA goes. 100%. And everything good and bad that's going on with today's NBA is because of the king, because you are the king. So, you know, I I, I would love for him to come out. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to be wrong. But I highly doubt he's going to come out and support the situation. You know,
1: Michael had the great quote. He goes, Republicans buy shoes too. So he, you know, had business interests at the forefront of most everything he did as well. Michael was very savvy, very smart. That's why he stayed neutral. But so does LeBron. LeBron's media company is doing very, very well. I mean, he's spring ki- kill. Yeah, they've are going to kill it, by the they've way, come, just so you know. Yes, yeah. they've come to Hollywood and they've, they've been very, very successful. So you would think somebody like that would maybe want to straddle yeah. the line a little bit more because personally, I look at LeBron as a social activist that also plays basketball. I Not look the at the other way. Ryan. No, I, I look, agree I look with at you. his basketball yeah. as being secondary. I agree with you. And, and it's so sad because they're going to walk to the finals probably and they, they'll probably win it all. I mean, the thing that's gonna—I don't want to get all sports on you, but I mean their free throw shooting is horrendous, right? So that could cost them down the road. But he has a chance to to seize this mantle of being yeah. the only guy to win three championships with three different teams and lead them all the way. And he's going to blow it because he's offending more people than he's generating uh, excitement but, from. But
0: but the thing I will give him credit for—I don't think he really cares. Doesn't I don't seem think, like it. Yeah, I don't no, think he, he really knows what cares. He's doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, dropping no,
1: f bombs on social media the whole thing.
0: Not not that he he knows what he's doing. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he knows who he wants to be, and he could care less if he's losing half the audience or not. Hey, Pat, one more thing. do you have a
2: problem with that, though?
0: I don't have a problem. If you
2: know who you are and you know what you want to be and you stand for something, what's wrong with that?
0: Yeah, for me, I get it. I like people that are willing to. Like, for example, do you remember when the Jussie Smollett thing that took place? Juicy Smollett, I remember him, Do you remember when that took place? Of course. Do you remember the first time they asked Trump about it, what Trump said? No. Do you remember what Trump
1: said? To the tune that he didn't believe it or or something like that. No, not at all. He believed it at first.
0: We're gonna find out. Oh, that's right. He said we gotta catch him. This is not fair. That we gotta, you know, justice needs to be served. He defended Jesse Smollett. Yeah. And there's no way in the world he would support Jesse Smollett, right after finding out the story. His immediate reaction is to do what? Support. He's not like that. So no matter how how much people say that Trump is divisive. Trump is not as divisive as LeBron is divisive. Hey,
1: I'll say one more thing. I think this NBA bubble is putting these guys in, in a very weird environment. You listen to Doc Rivers' comments. I mean, Doc, stick to basketball right now. No one really is looking for you to become a political activist, and that's all he seems to be doing as well now. But I think you're in a hotel room. Maybe your wife's there, but not your kids. Some of your family. Yeah. Your your normal routine is out the window. You have 18 to 20 hours of downtime a day. All you have is your phone and social media. I think that's adding a little fuel to it, and it's gonna you know go another month too if they make are, the finals. Are, are you
2: telling these
1: NBA players they should shut up and dribble? I'm not saying that at all. I think is that the, what's going I'm on. I'm saying here? the bubble is affecting them, and I think they're having more time to not be around normal society where you might have a little bit more open mind about yeah. things. So here's well, my- everyone's dealing with some sort of you know, COVID bubble
2: right now, they're literally dealing with the bubble, but I think everything is so amplified right now. And I mean, my biggest problem, like Just for me. Okay. So if you don't, if you don't find what happened to the police officers, fucking disgusting, then you're on the wrong side of the equation here, ladies and gentlemen, like that is disgusting. So the people that for whatever reason support that, you're hurting your cause here, gentlemen or ladies and gentlemen. Well, let's see
0: if LeBron's tweeted about it. I haven't even checked. I mean, if I'm if he has tweeted about it and saying something I Especially hope Especially
1: it's his town. It's his city.
0: Nope, not one tweet. Not one tweet about it. He should. Not one tweet about the, it. So well,
2: the, the biggest problem that I'm just going to say one thing. The problem these days is everything is so polarized. It's this or that. You're BLM or you're your your Black Lives yeah, Matter, or, yeah, your Lives yeah. Matter. Your or your Blue Lives Matter. Your, you're red or you're blue. You're your MAGA or your BLM. It's why can't we all just be a little bit of just Look, Americans? A few
0: comments here to respond for both of you guys, what you've said. One, I don't mind uh, athletes being, uh, uh, sharing their opinions if it's sincere. Like, for example, Cap, he knelt and he says, here's what this is. Well, there was a lot of, you know, uh, 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 hypocrisy behind his movement that what he did, mom's, you know, white, he's half white, and, you know, then he wears the pig socks while he's playing in Miami. I mean, look, you, now you're playing with fire. You're talking about people that escaped Castro. So, you know, but Ali, when Ali did it, Ali also got along with everybody on both sides. Ali was still likable when him and, you know, they were going at it with a couple different people. I I don't have, I don't, he was actually, you would be his biggest enemy when they would do interviews. He would, he would always stand up. But at the same time, he was partying with everybody. You know, Ali was good with everybody. Ali wasn't just one-sided guy when you read the stories about it. If you go to his museum in Kentucky, Louisville, if you've never been, highly recommended. We're doing an event there, actually. Sapala's and Vargas' and Delvais and Kahindi and uh, am I missing Mason, they're doing an event there in January, which I'm looking forward to going to because I love the Ali Museum. This is what I will say about this part here. This whole message is not about LeBron. It's not about Doc Rivers. It's about these two sheriffs. My concern is the True. following. Here's my biggest concern. Um Yesterday, we're having a meeting here, okay, and one of my sales reps asked me a question and says, what do you say when the person says this, okay? And I said, what do you mean? He said, what do you say if the person says this? And they say, if you don't do this, I won't do this. I said, the reason why this person is saying this is because they feel comfortable being able to say that to you. What do I mean by that? You know how you sit with somebody and somebody says, shut up, you know, and you don't like it. You know how people mm-hmm. say, shut up. You know, it's, it's, an, it's not like a, uh, a bad thing to say. They just say, shut up. I had a girl I worked with. We're good till today. She's one of the best right now what we do with the business. She had a tendency of saying this very quickly to everybody. And so one day she said it to me. I said, uh, can I whisper something to you just you and I? She said, yes. I said, have I ever told you to shut up? She said, never. I said, please don't say it to me either. I don't like the terminology shut up. Just don't say Mm -hmm. it to me. She says, uh, I'm so sorry. I said, no, you don't have to apologize. It's very normal. I actually don't think you have anything negative to say about it. But moving forward, I'm not going to say shut up. You don't need to say shut up. Let's have that mutual respect for one another. She said, okay, so the next time, you know, we're saying something, she's like, oh, shut up. She's like, I'm so sorry. I said, no, just the fact that you caught yourself, guess what? Hmm. I respect the fact that you're respecting me. Let me tell you what's going on here, what the bigger concern is. People are thinking it's okay to shoot cops right now, and that's a byproduct of politics. People in California think it's okay to shoot cops right now. So as much as Garcetti is coming out and saying this stuff, you are indirectly making people think that they are doing something good to go after cops because it's a way of getting their 15 seconds of fame and they're going to be talked about and oh my gosh, BLM's going to say, oh, phenomenal, let's go defund the police, all this other stuff. You have to be very careful what you recognize for. If you tell your kid... Kid, great job. There's this book that was on p- parenting. He said, the, the author of this book says, whatever you recognize your kids for and give attention for, they're going to keep doing it. Meaning, if the kid is sick, you only hug your kids and tell them you love them when they're, ki- they're sick, they're going to keep telling you they're sick. you got to hug and kiss your kids when they're doing okay. you got to do good to them when nothing's going on. But if you recognize them and you laugh at them saying a stupid joke to somebody and you think it's funny using bad words, they're going to keep doing it because it's a form of recognition. California is indirectly promoting these types of behavior. And it starts with Newsom and it starts with Garcetti and all that stuff needs to be stopped. By the way, shout out to Newsom because Newsom did send a tweet out and one of the things I like about what Newsom did the last 24 hours, you guys know how I am about Newsom. If he does stuff, I'll call him up but I gotta give him respect as well. And I know some of the people that are watching the same Pat, I cannot believe you're gonna say this about Newsom. Let me tell you what at least he did. And, and whether you say it's good or not, here's what he did do yesterday. He got up there, and he says, a 31-year-old mother and a 24-year-old are fighting for their lives because of this cowardly, horrific act. The perpetrator must be quickly brought to justice, praying for a full recovery for the deputies. And then she has the name, and I, his wife and him are praying and uh, are keeping their loved ones in their thoughts. Listen, and he did that immediately. Respect. Good, respect. Good for you. No, I'm giving mm-hmm. him some He's respect. He's the governor. He should, what what I, he, yes. yes, he should. I know you're giving him but respect. But what I'm saying yes. is, and then on top of that, let me tell you what he did yesterday. The fires are going on in California. Yeah. Trump flies in to meet with them. He doesn't say, pulling off a publicity stunt, I will never meet with him if he comes in. He says, no, yeah. let's sit down. Newsom sat right here mm-hmm. while Trump sat right here, and Trump was being briefed on what's going on mm-hmm. in California, and Trump was listening to everybody, and Newsom's sitting here. Now think about how uncomfortable he is. His ex-wife is dating his son. Let me, let me say this one more time. Yeah. Governor Newsom's ex-wife is dating his son And he still has the audacity to sit right next to Trump. I respect. I know what his positions are. Mm -hmm. I know where he's at with this. But I respect the fact that he's willing to do this. You cannot, by the way, I hope he's realizing, you cannot go out there and say, you cannot show up to church. Oh, but you can go out there and protest. you, You cannot do that. This hypocrisy needs to stop at the top because these guys are thinking it's okay. And I hope this is the last shooting towards sheriffs and cops. But unfortunately, if I'm a betting man in Vegas, I'm telling you, I don't think Salasim's well, going to Well, d- especially, especially not in the next two months.
1: And when you consider in Chicago, did you see that story where 36 Street Gangs have formed a coalition to say that they would shoot cops on sight if they were armed and stuff? So it, the, the rhetoric, out, that out rhetoric control. is so dangerous. You know, I will say that, too. I think— um, I think uh, Newsom is open-minded when it comes to things like that. And I don't think he hates Trump as much as maybe people think he does because he's actually praised Trump in the past. At least he has the open mind to sit next to him and have this discussion. I don't think Trump hates California. That's the impression out there, too. He has a house in Beverly Hills. All right, he loves California. I think he loves the Hollywood. He loves aspects of it. So he wants to help. Now, the funniest visual of their two meeting was Gavin Newsom had a mask on and Trump didn't, right? I mean, that just kind of summed up the differences right there. Yeah. Let me
2: ask you two Californians uh, a question. If California was a stock, right, with everything that's going on right now, the homeless issue with the uh, uh, Newsom U-Haul Employee of the Year, the fires, the craziness, the shootings,
1: are you buying California or are you selling California Uh, long term? I'll go first. Easy. Buying. It's a blue chip stock like IBM or like you would preach about Coke or McDonald's or something like that. It's going to have maybe a downturn right now. It's going to be rough, but you can't recreate – the the natural resources that state has the weather the climate the palm trees the coastline so I'm buying definitely buying you're it. buying I'm buying I, I'm actually be, surprised be because you've been I love California I mean I've known you for a few I'm months every it. time
2: you've heard I ah, fucking California it sucks it's burning down well no 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 I'm no. buying
1: though I'm I am I am seeing what's going on there and I'm very disturbed by it and I'm hurt yeah. by it and it's very disappointing it's a downward trend but, but long term I love it and I'm view. buying buying
0: you're How, buying California I'm buying
1: what say you
2: PBD
0: uh, I don't think I'm buying for the next few years. I, I'm shorting right now, and then I'm buying in the next few years is what I'm doing. With like California. an airline stock almost. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, for me, it's 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 a couple things that you have to realize. Number one is, you know, the reason why I'm banking on America, still buying for America, is because the person running America still is someone that's advancing what America was founded on. California, unfortunately, is going a different direction. You know, I have Morale and Tikran that are in California right now. Yeah. I said, how are things in California? I said, uh, uh, she says, uh, f- fires in Pasadena are ter- terrible, our all this other stuff. Then I said, how about homelessness? Their reaction was like this. Oh, Pat, they're everywhere. I said, what do you bad. mean?
2: It's Real just, quick, we, everybody, if you're in California or if you're yeah. you know, around the country, would you buy California stock right now or are you selling California yeah. stock? While Pat tells his story, chime in. So on they're the chat. saying
0: it's everywhere. Homelessness is everywhere in California right now. And we'll see what's going to happen. Again, long-term, blue chip, yeah, Silicon Valley. But don't forget, man, people move. You got to realize people move. If you don't make the climate good for a certain community, they move. Look what's happening with Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, did you ever think people were going to do auditions in Austin and Atlanta? Did you think a Tyler Perry, who's now officially a bl- uh, black billionaire, wow. that's what he's, he's one of the, uh, uh, you know, uh, he, he came out, there was some statistic that came out about. But by the way, I'm a diehard Tyler Perry fan. I think Tyler Perry's a solid guy, with what he's doing but I don't think California is going to have that big of an argument if they keep going the way they're going right now. I hope I'm wrong. You know, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope, Tom, you are right, but we'll see what's going to happen get, we got 50-50 with, with the sell, state of California. sell, 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 buy, yeah.
2: buy, sell. California needs a correction. Buying, Let's talk selling, about the fire. How about we talk about the Good fires? Stuff, okay, yeah,
0: uh, 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 so here's what happened, by the Shorting. way. 36 people have died in California because of the fire. Okay, 36 people. Uh, the number right now in the state of California is – million acres in California is on fire right now. Kai, if you can bring up the video. 4.6 million acres. That's a lot of acres, by the way. You buy a house that's an acre, you're sitting on a nice lot. 4.6 million acres. And specifically, if you go to San Francisco's Orange Sky, okay, just type in uh, on YouTube, San Francisco Orange Sky. Go to YouTube, Sky, Fire... Uh, go to videos. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But go to videos because the videos uh, kind of gives you, go to the one that's two minutes and 29 seconds. Go back. Go back one. Go to the Sky News one. Yeah, right there. That one right there. Watch the this. The
3: skyline of San Francisco looking more like an image from Mars. The orange glow from wildfires burning make any miles sense. away. Time you ever seen The this? city's landmarks. Not that bad. blocking out the sun. The middle wow. of the day felt like dusk, and it is unnerving. I was wondering what time it was,
0: over. and then I looked outside and it looked like doomsday. Jeez. I mean, you could tell something is horribly going wrong, and as far as going to work and breathing in all this this pollution, is definitely not... Intelligent guy. Nah, no
1: kidding. It feels like the end of the world. It's pretty scary. Look
0: at this. Look what she says. She's I mean, a die-hard California. I'm a
1: lifelong Californian, and it makes me weak. Can I sell? Done to my That's poor state.
3: <laughs> and those fires continue to rage across the western United States, driven on by strong, dry this winds, burning more, more of California this year than ever before. Watch this. It's about to get uh, the next the part the north is in really Oregon, intense. An unprecedented number of fires destroying some whole communities. Watch it is this the speed lady. with which these fires spread. It's especially alarming. The people who lived in this neighborhood had barely any time to escape. Chairs coming through, going. Level three, get out. Wow. Get out. And uh, yeah, grab some papers. Grab some papers and stuff and oh, uh, it. this is it. This is what I've got. Heartfelt, man. Some didn't make it out. Deaths have been confirmed in a number of states. Officials say that number will go up. Watch we with us. We expect this. to Look see a this. great
2: deal of loss uh, as a result of these fires, both in terms of structures Oregon and government. in terms of human lives. Um, it, as I mentioned earlier, Record. could be the greatest loss. Yep in human lives and property due to wildfire in our Kai, state's can you stop
0: the video? Wow. Thank you. So, you know, these fires that's going on with California, for somebody that is from California, Tom, what, what do you got to say about devastating. that? devastating. It's yeah. so
1: heartbreaking. It's unbelievable. Those are human lives. Those fires move so fast. There's nothing you can do. What are you going to do? Get a couple tankers in the air? You can't stop them. Uh, you know, I live in Southern California, in Manhattan Beach. Uh, the, you look at the weather forecast, no clouds, sunny. It's dark. I mean, it's not as bad as San Francisco, yeah. but but it's it's everywhere. I've got a lot of experience with wildfires. The the, the Woolsey fire, in Malibu, a few years ago. Uh, my daughter went to Pepper goes to just graduated from Pepperdine. She had to run for her life to get out of there. that thing. Came over the canyon, uh, unbelievable. And I live in Manhattan Beach, which is about 27 miles away from Malibu. I could see flames when you look towards malibu that's how intense these fires are but this is unbelievable the thing that's really upsetting is a lot of people want to make this only a climate issue right but a lot of these fires are man-made they're arsonists that are starting these fires one guy was arrested for starting seven of them in oregon and, and these things people just, arsonists are yes, full-on going out there yes or like these just, maniacs are going wow. out there and starting these fires so uh, when you see you know that woman that was talking and crying i mean your life is I mean, they come through those small towns so fast and then they'll, they'll, they'll uh, encompass the city where there's no exits. There was one town where they had to airlift everybody out yeah. of there last week. So it's unbelievable. We just see the headlines and we see the smoke and we see the skyline with the, with the orange hue. But, man, it's, it's really, really bad. I think
0: the question is, is it climate change or is it fires? Like, is it, does this have to do with the climate or does this have to do with California's not being responsible and figuring out a way to solve this so stops Why snapping? can't it be both? Why can't it be both? Yeah, so answer. So if you think it is climate change. And, uh, and that's it,
2: not what I said. I think it's both. I think climate change, things are getting hotter. You know, I think that is a factor. But arsonists, are, there's my my question. I don't have a, a major point because I don't I'm don't, being in Florida. The worst thing that happens is a freaking hurricane. Maybe in September. California is insane with these fires. It's crazy. My question is this. The entrepreneur spirit in California is crazy. Silicon yeah. Valley, crazy billionaires, tech companies, things are happening in the cloud, the software. Why can't they figure this out? Mm-hmm. Why can't something be done here? Right? Forget about another social media app. Forget about another freaking cloud computing app.
1: Figure out these fucking fires or you won't have a state anymore, California. You know, the climate does have something to do with it. When it doesn't rain, everything's a tinderbox. Yeah. box. So any spark- But you're on the ocean. You're on the coast. Yeah, this but isn't once, happening in the, the Central America. Once you get it plus the land is so expansive and then you got the trees, which is the kindling too. Is it's maybe worse in Oregon. So it's the whole West Coast. I don't know if you can put everything Touché, on California. Correct. Right it's now. not just California.
2: Mm-hmm. Oregon. Washington State, I want to say.
0: Why why don't you why don't you put a bonus together why don't you put a incentive together for the first person that does this we're going to be giving xyz on the state of california yes why, why don't you put an incentive program so the one thing i do like i like the fact that trump flew out and had the meeting with governor newsom and everybody in california one it shows leadership from trump's standpoint two it shows that newsom i mean what choice does he have to say no to meet with him but he was willing to meet with him but now i'd like to see that meeting take place with musk i'd like to see sure. that meeting take place with the guys from google caltech i'd like to see that take place with peter thiel i'd like yes. to see that take place with caltech i'd love to see that with jack dorsey i'd love to see a twitter campaign coming out i'd like to see a massive incentive being created microsoft for in seattle everything on i'd the, like to on the see West somebody Coast. come up with an incentive what kind of an incentive could you do I, everything is incentive driven how can you not give the incentive to fo- uh, solve
2: this who's going to fix this pat is the government going to fix no. this, or are entrepreneurs no, going to fix be, this? No, it's going to be, but the
0: entrepreneur must have an incentive. There needs to be a massive incentive. A financial incentive. That's what entrepreneurs are driven by. It's either recognition or incentive. Either make them be in the history books for doing something, mm-hmm. like how do how do charities raise money? Your name's going to be on this wall. You know, right. your name's going to be on legacy. this legacy. Yeah, give them a legacy or give them money. Give them one of those two things. That's sure. what entrepreneurs. You could are driven give them
1: by. a percentage of what the state doesn't spend on trying to put these fires Hell out. Hell yeah. Yeah. it's And it, here's the scary thing. Every year it gets worse. You know, 2016, 2017, this is happening. And then, then we had all those rains in 2016 and 2017 where you think this is done. Yeah. Right. We're not having to deal with this anymore. And it, just, it gets worse every year. You think these lands burn and they can't burn again. But that's how big California is. There's always more land to char. But by, by the way, where is Pelosi based out of? San Francisco. What has she sent about the phone? Oh, she's been so on hard. the front line. She's like holding a hose. Yeah. Haven't you seen her? She's driving a helicopter, airdrops. She's yeah. all over this.
0: Yeah, she's all over this. I mean, her hair looks great. though. Her hair does look great. So very impressive. For it's a little blonde. So there's things. homelessness problem going on in California. Yeah. Cops and now being we shot. got fired. Now we got cops being shot. Uh, President Trump has to go on an emergency meeting in California. Yeah. I mean, just what a wonderful job that state is doing. Just a great job. That but they're going to win
2: doing. a championship. <laughs> they're going <gonna laughs> to win a championship.
0: No parade though. That. We
1: can't even. do LA a parade. will
2: win a championship this year. We got the Dodgers too, by
0: the way. Oh, LA will win. So a, you, as a Miami Heat fan, yeah. you're saying zero chance. I'm Heat saying.
2: Win. I'm saying no. I, I'm saying to
0: all the Miami friends that he has, I want you to unfollow him if you're a true Miami Heat fan and you love Adam. I cannot believe you <laughs> just took a shot at the
2: Heat. I'm saying all your
0: buddies you party
2: with our friend yeah. right,
0: you're gonna get a text right now, just so you know that yeah, all his buddies I- are still in the club. No about doubt. to text you right
2: now. <laughs> okay, so, but you, you didn't. I said L.A. will win a championship this <laughs> That's year. That's right. Could be the Clippers. Meaning right? it could be the yeah. Clippers if they can get by the Nuggets. But let's not get too sportsy. We're gonna lose half our audience right here. <laughs> okay. If you're by wide. the way, we're at one point nine thousand viewers we'd love to hit 2000 i think we've only hit that once oh yeah
0: press thumbs up Uh, if you're watching this and join us press thumbs up so it gets picked up and share the podcast as you're watching this some guy goes unfollowing adam
2: right now (laughs) (laughs) no please don't
0: okay so let's talk about something weird here and something uncomfortable here but something that needs to be addressed because it's been all over tv cuties with netflix okay cuties with netflix new movie that came out um if you've seen this movie, Kai, if you want to put up the poster with Netflix, the, the two that we have, the original poster is that one on the right. This one. And Netflix... No, this is the original. That's the original yep, one? Yep. What does Netflix make it? This? Oh, so the original is right. this. It shows Netflix shopping. makes this. Yeah. So Netflix goes with more the provocative one, but this is the one that the original one, uh, movie that came out, did well in the Sundance. It did very well, and then it comes to Netflix, and here's what happens. The trailer has nearly 12 million views, okay, by the way, if we can change the picture, I don't want it to stay up for too long, the trailer has 12 million views, it has 47,000 likes, 2 million dislikes, let me say this one more time, the trailer has 12 million views, go to the trailer on YouTube just to see the stats as the most latest updated stats, cuties, so the trailer has, uh, 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 you were right, yeah, cuties, uh, uh, oh, there go. Okay, so what numbers? it? E- okay, 12.1 million views. It's got 48,000 likes, 1.9 million dislikes. By the way, even that song that that girl sang, remember a few years ago that girl had that one song, Hey, Friday, Friday, yeah. and they say it's the worst song in the history of songs. And poor girl got so many dislikes. It was the most hated video of the year on YouTube. Do you remember that That's song? Of
1: course. Yeah, uh, Sam Let's always, play it. Sam, it. Sam works out Let's to it. No, no,
0: no, no, no. Let's stay on this topic. We'll come back to Friday. I know uh, Adam really wants Friday, to listen to it. Friday. Okay. I never heard it. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. where's it at? 1.2 million to 3.8 million. It's a bad song. Most va- hated video hey. of the year. His, well, the ratio is a lot
1: better. She was yeah. likable, though. I liked her. Only this girl yeah.
2: can make people hate Friday. But, Friday, the most likable the the video. Go back to office. the
1: video. Go back to the
0: video. Twelve million like, twelve million views, forty-seven thousand likes, forty-eight thousand likes, one point nine million dislikes, and five hundred ninety-eight thousand seven hundred signatures calling for people to cancel their Netflix subscription in light of Cuties being added to its library of content. By the way, good friend of mine, Jose Gaetan. Okay, he's one of our co-founders. Yeah. He sits on the, he's one of the field advisory board members. Hmm. He canceled his Netflix. Wow. Netflix lost nine billion dollars in France, where the film was released in theater on August 19, Cuties did not stir much controversy. The movie won a directing award for Sundance Institute in February. They call to remove the film, calls to remove the film, have been amplified by supporters of a conspiracy theory that top Democrats and celebrities are behind a global child trafficking ring. It's currently trending number seven on Netflix. And then uh, my film is a mirror of today's society, a mirror sometimes difficult to look onto and accept, but still so true. We can't blame our children for what we value in our society. Thoughts on the movie Tom Zenner as a parent?
1: Yep, okay, as a parent with an 11-year-old, boy, but not girl. These kids are 11. Uh, I have a 14-year-old daughter. I think any movie that sexually uh, exploits children in any way is bad, is evil. I will say this. I wasn't offended by this as much as I thought I would be. We talked about it a lot. You hear a lot of did buzz about it. Did you watch the it. movie? I didn't watch the movie yet, okay. but I, 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 I did a lot, I, the trailer. I watched a little bit of the movie. I watched the interview with the director. I thought I would be appalled. I'm upset, but I'm not appalled. Um, I think eleven. I, the thing that really bothers me is I don't see that. I mean, and I live in L.A. I don't see 11-year-old girls. My son is 11 years old. I'm around these kids. I don't see them. At that age doing that, I think the director had a unique upbringing in Senegal or wherever she was born and raised a very, very, you know, Muslim background. Her mother did not look like she was, you know, supporting her in any way. So this is highly personal telling her story. Um, I think a lot of those. Uh, a lot. this is organized, I think, against Netflix right now. Now, I'm a prude, you know, and I'm Christian. I would be the one person that would be really sickened by this, and I'm not happy about it. I'm not as fended, offended as I was, thought I would be, but I just think the age of 11 to even, like, paint that picture that these kids are sexual at that age is disgusting. Well, let me ask you this question. You just
0: brought up a good point. Kai, can you pull up to see it, it, what, what is it? Is it a PG-13 movie? Is it a movie that Tico could watch? You know, because we have filters on Netflix where my kids can go watch movies that they want. Is it allowed on them to watch it, or is it at least a—what
2: what do they have it as?
0: Cuties. Rotten
2: Tomatoes, 90%. Hmm. What does that mean? I wouldn't
0: be surprised that Rotten Tomatoes gives it 90%. 5% like this movie, 1.3% uh, rating. Uh, just see what it's—is uh, uh, it a TV, TV mature—
2: MA. mature audience. Hmm.
0: It is a mature audience. Okay, go up. What does a mature audience mean, by the way? Like what age? I mean, type plus, in TVMA. See what TV, just type in TVMA what it means. I'm assuming 16+. TVMA, what does it mean? I think there's a space. Okay, free dictionary. Uh, the TV, uh, 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 TV program 17. is intended to be viewed. I mean, okay, uh, uh, okay fine. So they have it for mature, under 17. So it's a movie for adults. They want parents to see it, not necessarily kids to see it. Uh, uh, that's that's actually very good to know that that's uh, that's out there, uh, Adam. What are your thoughts about yeah,
2: it? Yeah, obviously I don't have kids, but all my friends do. Um, I have a different opinion. Um, obviously, um, it's disgusting. I mean, this uh, sexualizing eleven-year-olds is not anything that anyone would support. It's not mainstream. Um, but I did a little research on this. This is the this is, it served its purpose. What do I mean by that? This is a shock jock like Alex Jones saying, I believe something crazy and I'm just going to run with it and I'm going to serve. She did this for a reason. I'm just going to read a few things. This movie is supposed to make people feel uncomfortable. It shines the light on this issue. She says you have to watch the movie to judge it. So what my film is a mirror of today's society, a mirror sometimes difficult to look into and accept, but still true. We can't blame our children for what we value in our society. So what's my point? She made this to make people feel uncomfortable. She made this for to us to speak about. She made this to stir controversy yeah. because if it did not now, there's the problem. If people did not speak up about this, if people were not appalled by this, if people were like, yeah, yeah, it was a good movie and didn't say shit, then we'd have a problem. The fact that so many people have a problem with it is a good sign.
0: I mean, that's a good way of spinning it. OK, to to say that I get what this what. isn't me. I'm not saying it. you. Yeah. I'm saying that's a good way of spinning it to to say I made it so people would get pissed off about it. Fine. OK, I understand. Like Ann Coulter writes certain books with certain copies. And Bill Maher asks Ann Coulter, do you just write stuff to piss people off? And yes. is that your business model. Mm-hmm. She was asked the same question on The View. She was one of the first people that said Bill Maher asked her, who's the person that can win the presidency? She says today, Donald Trump. Everybody started laughing. She was the first major pundit type of name that went out there and said that. So I think it's a good spin on what she's saying. If that's her business model, fine. That is a business model you can do today. My concern is a little bit different of a concern. Here's what my concern is. So remember earlier we talked about in one of the episodes, Adam, you would remember this, where in politics, Tom uh, uh, brought this up. Tom Ellsworth brought it up to me. He said 44% of Democrats are going to vote Democrat. You can't do nothing about it. They just yeah. go down the ballot. Done. Right. 42% of Republicans are going to vote down the ballot. You can't do nothing about it. 4% of Libertarians, Independents, Green, they're going to go down the ballot. You can't do nothing about it. That's 90%. We
2: got 10%. You
0: got 10% left. That is the one that's going to determine. And if it's 60-40, it's going to be a tie is what he was saying, right? Okay. So there's a group of people that watch this video and watch this movie, and they say they're freaking disgusting. This is terrible. There's some people that are going to watch the movie and they're going to say, wow, very educational. I liked it. Good perspective. I took a lot out like of it. Like people right? in France, yeah. apparently. There's going to be a pe- group of people that watch and are going to say, there's going to be a group of people that are not going to watch it at all. say. So there's no way in the world I would spend my time watching a movie like this, right? Like me. I, right. I, would,
2: I don't watch right. the movie. By the I no way, Kai watched it? it
0: last night for be, to Did be educated. Did he educate. really? Yeah. Kai watched it on 1.5 to get uh, uh, perspective on it. But here's the problem. There's 10% of people that are going to watch it that could potentially influence them to be thinking about something. Hmm. And let me explain to you what I mean by 10% of people that can be influenced something. So you watch the show Cops. If you watch the show Cops, how do you watch the show Cops? You watch you it and try say to what?
2: figure out what you can do to skirt the cops. No,
0: not you. When you watch the show Cops, what do you say? You Look watch the show Cops. I watch it for entertainment. You watch the chases. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I'm a criminal, you know how I watch a show Cops? I'm like, okay, got it. Like that game was film good. in the NFL? Yeah, like guys who went to prison, friends of mine who've gone to prison, I have a lot of friends that have gone to prison, I've come, come out. Obviously, I've interviewed a lot of people that have spent a lot of time in prison. You know what they tell you? Prison was a training camp to learn how to commit other types wow. of crimes. You go to jail, you only so- sold weed or you sold a couple of things, but I went in, I learned how to do this Master's and this and this and this. Spring and this, and this, yeah. and this. As much as she may have good intentions... There's certain, like, okay, think about it this way. Is there a visual in your life as a kid growing up that you wish you never had? Yeah. You don't need to say it. But is there a visual you had as a kid that you wish you never had? Do you have one? Yeah. I'm not asking what it is. Do you have one, though? Yes. It could be a father slapping your mom in the face. You wish you never had that. Okay? It, It could be a sibling getting smashed on the floor and somebody hit them with the knee. It could be something sexual. It could be something you saw that you wish you never saw. We're never going to talk about it as adults. We keep it in our our minds. That visual messed with you the rest of your life, and you're 41 years old. You wish you never had that.
2: I'm not 41. You're 40 years old. You're 39, about to be 40,
0: right? 39, about to be 40. Sure. There are certain visuals we're better off not having. This Mm -hmm. is one of them. The world is a better place whether you watch us or not. We don't need to have certain visuals be in people's minds.
1: That's the only thing I'm saying about Mm -hmm. making movies like this. Well,
0: then who is the villain?
1: Is it Netflix or is it the director? And I'll tell you that I I think if I had to choose, that's art. That's what artists do. So I'm not going to blame the director. Okay, someone had to pay. You're blaming
0: the distributor. Well,
1: I mean, if, if there's blame to go out, and I think the rage right now is kind of focused on Netflix. And I think if you look at the poster. I mean, they sex those kids up to a ridiculous degree that, again, I have kids that age. I don't yeah. see that. If that was a 14-year-old, it would make more sense, but not at the age of 11.
2: We just cracked 2000 uh, We appreciate you guys. Your comments, we're seeing them. Give a thumbs up. You know, uh, it's hurt Netflix, hasn't it? I mean—
0: $9 billion. <laughs> you know, they lost $9 billion, but— uh, Does I, that bother them? I, I don't I mean, think so. Because they're I don't, worth how many hundred fifty. I, th- I don't think that does anything to Netflix. If you ask me— Hastings is sitting up there and just going to say, well, this thing's going to pass us by. We're going to be all right. Here's I my think. next follow-up yeah. question
2: for you guys. I asked you if you were going to buy California stock. What are you doing with Netflix stock? You're Netflix buying, is you're not shorting, going you're
1: away. selling. Netflix is not going yeah. away. You know what? If yeah. I had you're to pick buying. between Hulu and Netflix, i pick Hulu. I like Hulu better. You like Hulu I-, I could Hulu better? live without Netflix easily, I think. I hmm. could yeah. easily. Could Hulu. you live without Hulu? No, because it has live TV. <laughs> That's how we get live TV. Great you cut the cord you go to Hulu. Interesting.
0: And I think – they do better commercials if you ask me <laughs> that's <They laughs> the, <laughs> <are laughs> awesome. the, the best <laughs> <laughs> damian lillard yeah, and all yeah, these yeah, commercials green. they do is phenomenal and with yeah. that fake
1: agent these classics.
0: yeah i love the, the the marketing that they have over there so we'll see we'll see what's going to happen there let's see what we want to hit up next you know what let's hit up uh, uh 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 navid afghari okay why don't we hit this up because i think um i don't know if you guys are following the story or not but i want to hit this up and kai i don't know if you have the video or not if you don't it's all good it's totally fine If you can just pull up the picture so we can talk about what happened here. So, uh, And if you can go to my uh, uh, Twitter profile as well, just to show what happened. So for those of you that don't know, for those of you that don't know, Navid Afghari is a wrestler in Iran, a national champion. If you can pull up his picture so we know what he looks like. He's a national champion in Iran wrestler. Two years ago, he decides to protest against what was going on in Iran with 200 other people and his two brothers, mm-hmm. okay? So he goes out there and he protests. And, you know, the economy in Iran is not doing very well. It's challenging times. Of course, there's the sanctions that U.S. has put. So these guys are having a hard time. And he goes up against the prime minister says, we need to do something in Iran because this is not going the right direction. Long story short, he ends up getting arrested because he is a national champion. He's a figurehead. People know who he is. He gets arrested. They take him in. They go and they put oil in his, uh, uh, not oil, alcohol in his nose for him to admit that he killed somebody. So eventually to stop from being tortured, he says what? Fine, I did it. Okay. They announced just two weeks ago they're going to execute this guy. Iran announced that they're going to execute him and kill him, right? There's three brothers. They decide to execute him, but the world's like, maybe they're not going to do it. He's going to get 74 whiplashes and then get executed. His other brother is going to get 74 whiplashes and go to jail for 52 years or 54 years. His other brother is going to get 74 lashes on his back and go to jail for 27 years. Okay? This is what the charges were against these three brothers for simply protesting, right? I go out there on Twitter, if you can post my Twitter uh, 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 tweet that I put up, and here's what I said on Twitter. I made a video about it. Go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. A little bit higher, you're almost there. You're almost there, right there. So I go up and I said, pause it, pause it. And I said, those who live in a country with human rights rarely think about it, and those who don't can't stop thinking about it. Iran hasn't valued human rights for over 40 years. If you agree with this, please retweet and tag Olympics. Let's save the life of Navid Afghari. My message here was directed to the Olympics. The reason why it was directed to the Olympics was because Olympics can do something about this to say, if you do and move forward with this execution, guess what? We are going to cancel Iran competing in the Olympics. So I announced this. Then if you go up there to a, a CNN article to see what the Olympics said, just type in Naf- Nafid Afghari, Navid Afghari in a search. Go to search and type in Navid Afghari. And type no, right there, CNN. It just came up, CNN. First one. Go on the second article. Go on the second article, and let's read this together. Iranian champion wrestler Navid Afghari executed despite international campaign. So he was executed a couple days ago. If you can make it a little bit smaller, Kai, so I can read it to the audience right there. So the International Olympic Committee said it was shocked by the announcement. In letters, Thomas Bach, the IOC president, had made direct personal appeals to the supreme leader and to the president of Iran this week and asked for mercy for Navid Afghari while respecting the sovereignty of the Islamic Republic of Iran, the statement said. It is deeply upsetting that the pleas of athletes from around the world and all the -the behind-the-scenes work of the IOC together with the NOC of Iran, United World Wrestling, and National Iran Wrestling Federation did not achieve our goal. Fine. So you went and you pleaded. So I said tag Olympics. We tagged Olympics on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter maybe 10,000 times. I said, okay. So. They make this statement, they reached out to Iran. Iran doesn't listen to what the Olympics say, say screw you, we're gonna execute them even though you like this or not. Mother comes out, if you watch a mother's uh, speech, you will be heartbroken if you listen to what the mother says. Now, here's a couple stats for people that are watching this. Iran is the number two country in the world for executions. Last year was 253 people were executed. This is not the death penalty, by the way. This is execution. There's a big difference between execution and death penalty. Execution is chi- uh, 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 what do you call it, a German type of execution, you know, and death penalty is a different kind of death penalty. You go up there, you do. Obviously, there's a form of execution, but you go through execution. Out of the 253 people that were executed, 13 of them were live in person. Let me say this one more time. In Iran, 253 people were executed, 13 of them were live people came and saw a person being executed. Where,
2: where, like in the street? In Swear. the street.
0: It's, it's a statement. If you do this, this is what's going to happen oh, to you. They're the number two country in the world in execution. Number you know, one, you China? Know a, you know who's the number one country in the world? Saudi for Arabia? China's number one. China's number one. Iran's number two. So then I said, okay, let me pull up the list of what countries have been banned from the Olympics. Kai, can you pull up the history of countries that have been banned <laughs> from the Olympics? This is the list that we have. Olympic countries banned from the Olympics. The banning of the Russian athlete's uh, team... Rio Olympics, not the first time a team or country has been banned from participating in the Olympics. Here's a timeline of countries that have been banned. 1920, Antwerp. Five countries were banned due to the environment of the First World War. Austria, Bulgaria, Turkey, Hungary, and Germany. Fine. Paris in 1924, the ban of Germany following World War II. Makes sense through the Austria, Bulgaria, Turkey, Hungary were allowed to compete. 1948, London. Germany and Japan were barred for their participation in the Second World War. Fine. So Germany and Japan were barred. <coughs> 1964, Tokyo. South Africa was banned by the IOC for taking part due to its oppressive, uh, 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 how do you pronounce that word? Apartheid uh, regime, which, say that apartheid. again? Apartheid. Apartheid, which yeah, is, yeah, apartheid yeah. is, apartheid is what? Like, y- you know, it's segregation. It's, like it's another segregation, word. Exactly. Blacks and whites, the whole exactly. segregation. Exactly. So and they very were- Very famous in South Africa. Very, and by the way, Mandela. that happened year after year after year after year. So 64, 68, 72, this goes on with South Africa. You can't keep going lower and lower. So South Africa has been banned. By the way, 1968, North Korea competed again in second uh, GNFO in 1966, which meant they were suspended by the IOC, causing the nation to miss 1968 Olympics as well. So 1968, Mexico, North Korea couldn't compete. 1978, uh, 1972, Munich, South Africa, as well as uh, uh, Zimbabwe was banned from participating. as other African countries threatened pull out if Rhodesia took part. Okay, 1976, Montreal, South Africa, South Africa, South Africa. 2000, Sydney, Afghanistan was banned from the Olympics due to its discrimination against women under Taliban rule, as well as its prohibition of sports of any kind. And then you have, obviously, 2016, many Russian competitors were banned following revelations of state, uh, sponsored doping, all athletes, from okay, da 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 okay, you see all this stuff, right? Okay, so let's come to today. Okay, Olympics, you pleaded for an athlete to not be executed, and Iran didn't listen. Now what are you going to do? Are right. you now going to say, fine, you are banned from the next Olympics? So now when you say that, some people say, well, that's not fair because you are making people's dreams not become a reality in Iran that are trained so hard to go become an Olympic winner. Here's one thing you have to realize. I have, an ag- I have an agent that works for us. His name is Morteza Alborzi. Okay? Phenomenal guy. I met this guy when I was 23 years old. He's a sweetheart of a guy. He's doing very well for himself in, in our company right now. Morteza Alborzi out of L.A., is a eight or a nine degree black belt. Can you type in Morteza Alborzi black belt? Morteza Alborzi black belt. Morteza.
1: Spell it for us too, Kai.
0: Z-A. You got it. Actually, perfect <laughs> nice so job. far. He spells better Farsi than English, by the way. So Alborzi, <laughs> A-L-B-O-R. Right there, it came up, right? A Morteza Alborzi black belt. Yeah, okay, perfect. Press that and then go to images, okay? This guy's been all over the place when it comes down to martial arts. Okay, right here. Right there. Cl- no, you had it right. Just go on that magazine that says Masters. Go on the magazine that says Masters. If you go back, that's him, Al-Borzi, okay? Eight-degree, nine-degree black belt. He was in jail in Iran. He's been one of the top Olympic trainers and uh, judges, not judges, but somebody that trained the Iranian team for the longest time, right? He escaped. He came to America. He trained here. He trained a lot of students here. Tens of thousands of students in uh, Beverly Hills have taken his classes. This kid, this man has built so many young boys that became leaders. Moral of the story is this. If the Olympics are so serious about this movement, why don't you ban Iran and China of mm. 20 the next Olympics that we have? Why don't we do okay, that?
1: Okay, well I'll ask you this question because you're from sure. there. Wouldn't wouldn't the regime in Iran right now look at a ban from the IOC similar to a public execution? Like, they don't give a damn about promoting sports in Iran. They just want to suppress their people, stay in power. So that would almost strengthen them a little bit to say, we're still going to do what we do and execute people if we perceive that you commit these crimes. They might embrace that because they don't really care. Oh, I don't
0: think that's how this works, though. Let me tell you how this works. Uh, uh, Tom, how much longer are you going to tolerate California mistreating you? At what (laughs) level? A couple months. No, but at what um, levels is a breaking point for you? I well, mean, by the way, I'm not. this has got sure. nothing to do with our relationship. Right. Anything. Whatever, I'm just asking you.
1: Right. Whatever the answer is, it's out there. All right? It exists. Okay.
0: But but could California push you to a breaking point of you saying you're leaving?
1: Um, yes. Okay. I guess anything's possible. Did that sure. happen
0: to me? Could yeah. they push me out? Mm-hmm. He, he left Colombia. His family left Mexico. Right. Right? I mean, how come, how come we have 40 million immigrants in the U.S.? How, how come people are leaving other countries? I think— Iran thinks their people won't do anything about it, and they have to understand. This whole sanction that Trump put on Iran, why did he put the sanctions on Iran?
1: Strengthens Wh- Saudi Arabia. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. Why else did he put the sanctions on Iran? Because it's evil, maybe. But. As a method of saying, hey, and then he supported the revolution of the people wanting to protest mm-hmm. against Iran, right? Mm-hmm. To, for what? For maybe a fall—
3: of an empire in Iran that is
0: not believing in human rights, not taking care of its people. They're claiming what they're doing. The people are afraid. They're oppressed. I mean, you're trying to get people to have some Mm -hmm. kind of a freedom. This would be a certain statement that's being made to say, look, we don't support you know execution we don't support what you're doing and yeah. because you're doing that
1: look forget about the olympics uh, but i agree with you i think that's what they should do but would it have any effect on the leadership in iran i i don't think so couldn't there be a coup isn't there a, this a country where that could actually happen i couldn't see it happening really in north korea and some of these other places but don't they have the ability there to covert? i mean with the support of the us with the support of saudi arabia to flip this eventually or is it too difficult to flip what the leadership in iran To get rid of these... Of course you could do it. I mean, of course you could do it. It's not...
0: How is it it done? How is it done? It's painful, and it's going to cost a lot of people's lives, and it's going to be a lot of young lives. This is why it's not the younger generation that doesn't want a revolution. It's the older generation that's telling their kids, be careful, don't go out there, which I fully support. Every parent would tell their kids that. But the opposition, you know, when you look at... uh, When you talk to a lot of... When you meet a lot of Persians, you'll hear a lot of people say things like this in L.A. They'll say, you know... I don't, I don't know why it is, man. When I meet Persians, man, Persians are su- such good business people. They're always making money. It's not that they're making such good money. It's the fact that the business people of Iran left the Iran to come over there. here. Yeah, it's not that they are. The right. business people right. of Iran left Iran. It's not that all Persian people are business people. Mm-hmm. Do, do you understand what and I they just have said? Opportunity right course. Yeah, it's here. that yeah. they left Iran to come <laughs> over here. The business people that left Iran to come It's a filtering process that you have. The
2: capitalists left. Yeah, look,
0: thing. I got kids, man. I'd love to one day take my kids to Iran. And quite frankly, two years ago, I was going to go on a trip to Iran with a few friends and you know not publicize it, just to go to Iran because I miss my country I was born in. I wanted to go to the streets I was raised, all this other stuff. But uh, for me to go to Iran today would not be the smartest move to make, to go to Iran no. today. No. There's chance you would go They'd to be waiting Iran for you. Is. They would be waiting mm-hmm. for somebody they like me. They would love to w- set an example with a guy y- like you. They would love nothing more than that. Yes. But I would love one day to go there with a group of friends and say, hey, here's what it looks like. Maybe it's a beautiful yeah. country, man. The history of it is so beautiful to mm-hmm. go to it. But I you know heartbroken when I saw that Navid Afkari was executed. It's unbelievable.
1: How about what, his brothers what percentage in jail the rest of, of their
2: life? Uh, Iranian's would love to see a coup.
0: A big part.
2: 50%? Uh,
0: no, it's a bigger that. It's a big
2: Bigger p- than 50%. No
0: question. But but here's the thing at the only reason why that number could change yeah. is what que- one question, at what cost? 100%, 95% would love to mm-hmm. see a coup. But at what cost? Then the cost is only 20% or 10% or 5% would like to see a coup cool mm-hmm. with the cost. I don't know if this makes sense or not. It's like, you know, someone I'm saying, like, what percentage of the world would like to be a millionaire? Well, right. everybody. Of course. But what yeah. percentage is willing to work 80 hours a week for 10 years? Well, I mean, not 100%. a big percentage. So, so it's at what cost am I willing to Do get a coup? Do we have any
2: case examples of coups um, initiated by the people? Obviously, we can't look at Iraq, U.S. came in there and invaded them, right? Or we can't look at Libya, you know, type of thing. What coups have been successful over the last 50 well, years?
1: Well, I mean, a revolution flipped Iran 40 I'm some years ago. 40 years ago, yeah.
2: so since then.
0: The perfect example, they have the playbook for it in Iran. Kai, you, were you trying to say something?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: we can't hear use you. Use the it. mic, Kai. A lot
1: of the Eastern European bloc had revolutions when they broke When they, they broke up from, from Russia, Soviet, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Or the USSR. Hey, Pat, were and you surprised? Arab Spring? Is another one yeah. is popping out That's in sure. 2010.
0: That's a good point. Just recent, 10 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah.
1: Look at Libya. I mean, look at these yeah. countries. Gaddafi. Um, were you surprised they actually went through with the execution? To me personally, I was a little bit surprised.
0: Well, um, here's did you see what Trump tweeted yesterday about Iran? Put, type in uh, Trump tweets and go to see what he said about Iran yesterday. In the middle of the night, by the way. I don't know if you saw that or not. Did you guys see that or no? have you seen what trump tweeted Uh -uh. okay so this is two days after the execution go up a little bit to make sure it's not that. okay you're good it's not that one keep going keep going keep going this is what trump just said about iran okay right there right there right there right there click on that one right there okay click on it so we can read the whole thing just yet according to press reports iran may be planning an assassination or other attack against the united states in retaliation for the killing of terrorist leader soleimani which was carried out for his planning a future attack murdering u.s troops and the death and suffering caused over so many years, any attack by Iran in any form against the United States will be met with an attack on Iran that will be 1,000 times greater in magnitude, yeah. right? Okay, that happens two days after the, sa- the uh, execution of Navid Afghari, okay? So you asked the question, uh, were you surprised, because you were surprised. Uh, I'm not surprised. Adam asked the question yesterday, which was a very good question. Uh, you said something about don't you know don't you think iran is trying to make a statement to say hey man you keep bullying us and publicize us we're going to show you in a different way not trump tweeted please do yes. not execute this man
2: okay thanks trump so you're saying you.
0: trump tweeted please do not execute and they did so i'm just
2: saying they're not going to listen to trump guys
0: i'm seven years old looking outside my window fourth grade in the fourth floor in iran on hyabana hojet and i'm seeing thousands of people marching down the street, flagellating their backs. You know what flagellating is? Yeah, self-whipping so, themselves. You know, yeah. You, but, but it's peeling the skin mm-hmm. off your back, so it's leaving a trail of blood. And they're screaming, Marik omriko, death upon America. The, 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 the messaging of what the media says to the Iranian people about America, if you live in Iran, America is the worst, most evil empire in the world, if you live in Iran. It's their method of preventing their citizens to leave to come to Iran, come to U.S. All propaganda, all propaganda, all propaganda. North Korea, North Korea, Iran, propaganda. if you had a Michael Jackson shirt on in the 80s, you were the coolest cat on campus. In Iran. In Iran, if you had a Michael Jackson shirt on, that was like, if you wore a Calvin Klein or a Tommy Hilfiger shirt, you're the coolest guy on campus <laughs> if you got a Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Sure. So, yes, I, w- I think majority of Iran would like to see it. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I, I'll, I'll
1: say soon. this. You know, they didn't listen to Trump's plea. He begged, I mean, hey, please. Do. I mean, he was very respectful in that tweet where he asked them not to execute the wrestler. I don't think they're going to look at that as bluster. I think they believe, I mean, after four years, he pretty much backs up what he says. So, right? I mean, I, a lot of times people think of what Trump's doing. He's ma- you know a maniac with tweets or whatnot. But if they did something, don't you believe that? a thousand times might be accurate as far as what the retaliation would be? I mean, don't you think the uh, Iranian leadership might hate Trump, um, but don't think, you think they respect him a little bit, that that might be true and they better, do you think he's kept him under his thumb a little bit out of fear?
0: Yeah, so my, my guesstimation is the following. When they retaliated after Soleimani was killed, do you remember what Iran did? Do you remember what they attacked? They, no, They attacked a military a base that was empty right okay if you remember that mm. they attacked an empty military base to say look what we did if you come after soleimani mm. right, right yeah, and right. then they said we're not going to attack but the guy in iranian the, the military i think it's a foreign minister i don't know which one it is by the way can you type in iran foreign minister the guy's a genius if you've never seen this guy's interview you got this is this is a strategist this is not a lightweight guy if you're talking let about me see who if if it's if it's uh, go to images to see uh, go to
2: images javid sarif go to images yes this guy's legit
0: yeah this guy is yes. a a he is if you've ever seen any of his yes. interviews he's not a lightweight okay he's not a lightweight Can I tell you something about this yeah guy?
2: You, who's my favorite guy on CNN That I was like I love this guy I love uh, this guy CNN your Far, Fareed Zakari yes he does a show every yes. Sunday Brainiac Brainiac this guy comes on the show quite often an Iranian foreign minister comes on the show quite often if you did not know all the issues that United States has with Iran, he is very convincing. He's very, he is very convincing.
0: convincing. Very convincing. He did an interview on CNN. He's very convincing. And he is very strategic. So my, 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 uh, my guess is the following. If they do attack, do you think Trump is dead serious about the counterattack to Iran? Yeah.
1: Uh, do you, do ask you, me, do yes, you think I he's do. dead serious?
0: Do. do you think he's dead serious about how ugly it's going to be for Iran? Yes or no?
1: Frankly, yes, I do.
0: Do, do, you, do, you, do you say yes to He is no. known Iran for his
2: bluster. I However, with Iran, I think he's very paying very close attention to them.
0: If Iran attacks a military base and one yes. soldier dies, do you think Trump will retaliate? I agree, yes. Do you think the exchange will be one soldier for one soldier? No. or Do you think it's going to be a 1,000 soldiers? I think soldiers he will long? make a point. Perfect. Yeah. I think they won't do anything until there's a different president that's mm-hmm. a little softer of course. and mm-hmm. easier going to be able to make an attack like yeah. that. That's what I think. Iran. Yeah. Yeah, I, because look, what did what did Iran do the day uh, Jimmy Carter was no longer president? What did they do the day Reagan became a president? What did they do? What did Backed Iran? Backed off, do? I'm sure. They released the prisoners. You <laughs> yeah. don't remember the releasing yeah. the prisoners and yeah. Reagan gave the speech, giving credit to Carter and saying thing, But what Iran realizes? Carter's not going to attack us. I
1: thought Ben Affleck did that.
0: Yeah, Ben Affleck did that. <laughs> Argo. Carter won't attack us, but uh, Reagan will. So, you know, there is a part of uh, Trump and Reagan that they have some similarities. But
1: Where is
2: Iran on the nuclear proliferation at this point? With everything that happened with the Iran nuclear deal and Obama giving them a boatload of cash and then Trump pulling out. And then they said that they're going to start the nuclear uh, proliferation again. Where are they, they with they that? They got
0: this one country, I don't know if you've heard of, called China, that's given them $400 billion. Mm-hmm. And China just doubled their nuclear uh, 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 powers that they had in China. They doubled it. Not a little bit. They doubled it. They're spending money into it. And if they're befriending North Korea and they're befriending Iran, it tells you who China's allies allies are. Yes. And it also, you
1: know, the new axis of evil. Well, and then the dynamic of the U.S. supporting Saudi Arabia like we are, you know, troops, financial support right there to keep Iran in line. So far, so good.
0: Yeah. I uh, – I, I don't know. I, 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 uh, again, I'd love to see nothing more than to see Iran be free again. And uh, maybe I'll be doing some interviews on that topic here pretty soon. But let's talk about, let's talk about Singapore, a, a new flight that came out that's Adam's type of flight. Okay? <laughs> type Singapore of flight. <laughs> Airlines came out with a no-destination flight, meaning a no-destination flight to nowhere. Yeah. Can, you, can you pull that up, guys, so everybody can see this thing? So these flights will take off and land at the same destination and will stay in air for around 2 hours Singapore Airlines plan comes after a survey by Singapore Air Charter showed 75% of 308 participants were willing to buy tickets on these types of flights <laughs> according to the Straits Times report so so by the way this is not a joke That's this true. is not an onion story right. this is not a bumble what is that the uh, other <laughs> right. website bumble.
1: yeah this is this is a real story. You know story. why they're doing
0: it. Why are they doing they, it?
1: G- they got to keep their status, right? They're like 4,000 miles short of keeping that gold status for the you next think year. think that's what no, it is. No, I what don't do you think I this don't for? think there's any reason
0: Adam, for it. Adam, tell us this. your thoughts.
2: <laughs> Adam, Adam's
0: excited about this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so
2: you get on the plane. You do the whole, all right, everyone, instructions. You put on the seatbelt, the face mask. If it comes yeah. down, you take off. You deal with the turbulence. You fly around in the sky for a little bit. You land in three hours. Yeah. There's one reason you go on this flight. Why is that? You know, you join the Mile High Club. That's is, that, is that what it is? If I'm if I'm with my girl and I'm like, hey, baby, want to go on a little day trip? Well, I don't know. We're on COVID. We got lockdown. What else we got going on? Mile High Club. Who's? Uh,
1: do you disagree? I well, mean, what if your else? girlfriend said, I'm already in the club?
2: Okay. <laughs> I've been on the club, too, but we got to do this together. So those, the,
0: those bathrooms, unfortunately, are very small. No,
2: but that's what are you going to yeah. do? Sit there? Who's going on this flight and being like, yeah, I'll pay for the middle seat. and I'll just sit here. I'll tell you what.
0: I middle bet it's good seat. service.
1: Singapore Airlines. Good service. I'm telling you something's going on. So, this y- so
0: you're saying it's like a mile high orgy going on. That's <laughs> what
2: you're saying. I don't know about all that, I mean, but I'm you're, saying you're taking it to hold. This is helmet. how bored people are these days is they're going to get mile on a flight club, to nowhere. Right from my I hey. mean, have you guys used Shh. Singapore Airlines? No. Have
0: you? It's the treatment is another class. really yes mm-hmm. singapore wow. airlines used to know like i'm what telling their you royalty, wow. I'm, mm-hmm. how they treat by you. the way this is sam from colombia who used to travel a lot with pablo escobar's cousin and uh, he's been all we over. Used Singapore. to go to Singapore a lot. Huh. He used to go to Singapore a there lot. There it is. Uh, 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 Sheik J says, "Spot on, soy boy." Yeah, what's up, with, Sheik uh, J? With
2: a beautiful picture of himself. No, that's Trump. He yeah, looks like Trump. I
0: mean, you, 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 you got a lot of things he going on. Great. So that's Singapore. So
2: right? w- I want to know how many people in the audience. By the way, we're at twenty-one hundred now. Much respect to our uh, value tainers on the PBD show. How many people out there are gonna get on a flight, pay your couple hundred bucks? Fly around in the air for three hours and just return back to where you started. How many people out there are getting on this flight? Please give a little uh, feedback.
0: Uh, What are they charging for this flight? I wonder what they are. What's the going rate? Hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, three hundred bucks. Okay, so I don't know. By by the way, Pat,
1: I have I have a new um, demographic for you to promote your book to. Tell me, flight attendants. They have nothing to do on planes right now in the U.S. We should make an ad for it, just flight attendants. All I do when I'm flying back and forth from California is, you know, you you see the flight. They don't do anything. They're in the back of the plane reading books. That's all they do. Are the flights still full when you come in here or no? Kind of. You know, the weird thing is, is there's no business travelers. And if you've flown, you know, everybody knows this. You're just used to business travelers, yeah. right, being 80% of a flight. And it's 0% of the flight right now. So it's a different dynamic. The whole flying experience is a little bit different right now. But I have noticed that the flight attendants don't have to do squat. They do wow. nothing. There's no service. Yeah. So they don't have to do anything. But Easy they're reading job. books. They're always in the back reading a book.
0: Well, I think flight attendants probably read more romance novels than books <laughs> like your next five minutes. <laughs> That's what Yeah, but is. they
1: might be. It's more Fifty Shades of Grey type
0: of a model. If, your you next wor- five moves.
1: <laughs> if you work for an airline, what do you want to be thinking of your next five moves? I uh, think it's a good. Market. I mean, there's
0: no question about it. I fully agree with you. I'm on getting
1: that, a lot
2: but. of nope, nope, nope. No one's flying. No one's flying. No one's flying. All right, so Singapore. No one's going on this. Guys, if you're watching no this, you're enjoying this. it. Press
0: the thumbs yes. up button and subscribe to the channel and click on the alert so you're notified the next time we come out with our yes. following Love podcast. Love you too,
2: Eli Perez. So uh, uh, uh,
0: again, no one on this channel has more. Nickname Soyboy followers, fans than you with your nickname (laughs) Soyboy. But let's talk about Warren Buffett. How about Warren Buffett? Okay. Buffett campaigned for Obama and Clinton, but he hasn't donated or spoken out for Biden and no one knows why. Buff- Buffett is now a longtime Democrat. The CEO hosted a high-dollar fundraiser for President Obama's re-election campaign in 2011, served as his unofficial economic advisor ahead of the 2016 l- uh, election. Buffett spoke at a campaign rally for her secretary, Hillary Clinton. The Wall Street Journal floated the theory that Buffett's silence could be due to his dislike of the virtual event format favored by a Biden uh, campaign. Buffett's personal fortune has declined $7.3 billion in the past year. Business Insider previously reported more in dollar terms than anyone else on the Forbes 100 of the richest Americans. Yeah. So, why is Buffett not campaigning it's for Biden? It's obvious. Why is that?
2: The guy is going broke, man. I mean, it's tough. He can't even Buffett, afford. Yeah, struggling he can't, financially. He, so he's struggling financially. He can't afford to even make an eighteen dollar donation. He to maybe Biden. you know, you know what? It's maybe, tough. Had, maybe
0: it's so, he lost
1: seven billion dollars this year. I it's think tough. maybe
0: it's so stressful that he yes. needs to go on a flight on Singapore.
1: Airway. Hey, I got another theory. He's ninety year old, ninety years old. Maybe he doesn't know there's an election. No, nah, I'm kidding. Buffett's I know he's on, you. Here. Buffett's on the. Bu- you and your age
2: bashing. But this is no, the no, second no. time it's, around. No, no, I'm only Buffett doing it with Bond. Maybe he's
1: on point. I know he is. I'm messing. He's right behind Pat on the wall. So sorry any about any that. reason or no? Any
0: reason or no?
2: Buffett's on the wall. Where that's is. Milton Friedman. Yeah. Most people think <laughs> it's Buffett, uh. but Buffett's any- got a way better head. <laughs> it's Milton Friedman. Capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> so, but do you, do you, Milton do, you do you read into it at all? That's Morgan Freeman. Who is that? <laughs> that's Morgan Freeman. No, that's that's uh,
0: M L K. Oh, okay, all right. Do you do you read into it at all? at all like buffett is not campaigning
2: i think we're reaching here, i ladies know and gentlemen.
1: you think so i think, I think we think are there reaching there's a point right <laughs> here. he can't decide i mean usually I, I he's think we
2: are completely <laughs> reaching right here i think i think this is a well, reach i will tell you
0: but i will tell you one thing if you remember when buffett went out there and campaigned a lot of people during obama were like wow if buffett is saying this maybe we got to just go for the re-election it was very powerful when buffett came out because everybody sits there and looks at the Michael Jordan of investment during our era to be who Buffett. So if the richest guy who's an investor—not the richest guy in the world, but richest investor out there—is supporting a Democratic candidate, why can't I? So this whole—so I think it's a very strict. I actually think, I actually think a Buffett endorsement is worth more than Ellen DeGeneres, than LeBron James, than any of the celebrities all combined. Yeah. I think Buffett is worth more of an endorsement than all the Hollywood left celebrities combined.
1: Credibility. I think think so. I think he's conflicted, realistically. I really do. Because who's his best friend? Bill Gates, or one of his really good friends. Bill Gates isn't going to waffle. He's going to be supporting a Democrat. Maybe Buffett looks at the evidence. He looks at the tax plans, and he knows the better choice is to go with Trump, but he supported the Democrat candidate for so many years. He's friends with Bill Gates and some of the others that he can't come out and say anything. That's a possibility.
2: I don't—listen, the guy has called for— Higher taxes on himself. I don't think he necessarily cares. I think we're reading into this situation. I think, and I'll go back to what I've said before. You know why Biden may win this election? You said 15% chance. I'm giving it a 50% chance, maybe 49% at this point. It's not because people are excited about Biden. Straight up. Nobody I know. It's like Biden, bro. He's the man. You got to see how he sniffs women and how he falls asleep in public. You got to check this. No, this is a, this is a, either you're for Trump or you're against Trump. And the reality is this 42% of the country is for Trump. 46% of the country is against Trump. 4% are voting for Joe Jorgensen and 10% are still confused. And then they're not sure what they're doing. That's all this is.
0: So. I like Charles Fuchs said, I'm moving to Iran if Biden wins. (laughs) Good
2: luck. See, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that.
1: Going there in Singapore. Obviously, let's,
2: let's hope that that guy's joking. But if he's not, good luck in Iran, buddy.
0: You really like defending as if he's being serious. You think that guy's no, but, about but going to everything There's is no, so
2: polarized. These no, days but, but you,
0: listen, man. Half of Hollywood said if Trump gets elected, they're moving to Canada. Right. They're still in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like the biggest thing. I swear to God, if they do this, right. But there are a few that say, I swear to God, if they do this, I'm moving out of the state of California or New York. Three hundred thirty-six billion dollars of wealth left New York, and they never thought it was going to happen. Okay, that's a lot of money to have left. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, again, thirty-nine point six percent capital gains. Kramer was doing a story yesterday. I don't know if you saw Kramer yesterday. So uh, Seinfeld uh, Kramer, no, came no, in? not uh, no, uh, Jim, Jim Mad Kramer. Jim Kramer is doing CNBC, Mad Money CNBC, yeah. And he says, "Well, you know, there's a uh, uh, some people are saying uh, that uh, uh, the the Biden tax plan is a little bit aggressive." And then he says, and he's trying to prevent himself from saying it. Then in the middle of the sentence, just. It's chronically aggressive, so he just kind of <laughs> goes – meaning he couldn't even – Well, he, he, he loses credibility. Because, he's, because he, he can't out. stand Trump, so he didn't <laughs> yeah, want right. to say anything. But even he knows – Jim Cramer cannot stand Jim Trump. Cramer. By the way, data came back. This is from Wall Street Journal. Biden's budget to result uh, – can you type this up? Type in Wall Street Journal Biden's budget. They have to see this. Wall Street Journal Biden's budget. There you go. Uh, right, there, right there a day ago. Look at that article. Click on that one right there. Uh, I hope you can close the top. Can you close it right there? Biden's budget, Biden's budget to result in highest spending in decades that he finds. His proposal would total $5.4 $5. $5. trillion in new spending over the next 10 years. That's a lot of money. $5.4 trillion of spending wow. over the next 10 years. It's a lot of money. So that leads me to what happened yesterday. Can you go up to the Tim Kennedy tweet with uh, Donald Trump before we get into the story? Just type in Tim Kennedy, Trump. Here we go. Um, But the one where he puts uh, on my podcast. Okay, right there. Click on that one. Okay. So Tim Kennedy tweets out, on my podcast with Joe Rogan, he offered to moderate a debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. It would be four hours with no live audience, just the two candidates, cameras, and their vision of how to move this country forward. Who wants this? He tweets this out. It gets forty-four thousand retweets, two hundred thirty-four thousand likes, and Donald Trump tweets retweets it. And what does Donald Trump say? Donald Trump says, "If you can go to his Twitter account, go to Donald Trump's Twitter account. Just uh, uh, all you have to do was click on Donald Trump right there, buddy. Donald Trump right there where it says Donald Trump. Kai, on the tweet, it says Donald Trump. Okay, go up. We keep going up. Keep going up. (laughs) Visual. Keep going up. Donald Trump retweets and says, "I do," meaning he would do it. Keep going until you find it, so the viewers can see it. Donald Trump says, "I would." He's in for sure. So he's in. So four-hour debate between Trump and Biden on the Rogan show. Can you see it? Would Biden agree to it? Would Trump agree to it? And if it did happen, is that the direction media is going towards? Biden,
1: never. His handlers would never let him do that. Trump, in a heartbeat, would do it. I say do it as a pay-per-view and then have Bruce Buffer involved and then give the money to the winning side. I mean, let's score this thing. Treat it like a sporting event. Trump would definitely do it. That's his, that's his, that's his venue. That, that's where he shines. Four hours? He'd love
0: that. I think he would love that. So, uh, uh, so Kai, maybe just go on Twitter. Uh, go on Google and try to find it and bring you back up while you're going down the – pictures here so adam what would you say to this rogan uh, uh trump uh biden debate on rogan for four hours
2: yeah biden's you know still has no clue who joe rogan is so he's probably googling him right now and being oh i don't even know this guy but uh 90 i did a poll on my uh social media on saz talks money and i said would you want to see this debate would you want to see this most polls i do are you know 60 40 you know yeah this that sometimes they're 80 20 do you know the results on this poll take a guess
1: 85 percent.
2: 85 percent. okay
1: 90 everybody would want to see it
2: 94 wow. percent. hell yeah. yeah Wow.
1: that was the options yeah. hell
2: yeah or maybe the people out there want to see I a lo- debate yeah from joe rogan with donald trump and sleepy joe biden they want <laughs> that debate i'd like to hear our audience weigh in on that would you want to see joe rogan host the debate between the maga man and Donald well, Trump, what do you think about a sleepy it? joke. What
0: do you think about it? Do you want to see it?
2: I think anything that gets more eyeballs on debates is a good thing. I think anything that makes uninteresting, boring debates watchable and palatable, a good thing. My more first, people involved in politics is a good thing.
1: My first priority is good TV. That would be incredible TV. Ratings. You, you could we want not ratings. not watch that. It would be amazing. It would be unbelievable. I mean, look— these, these debates with the same moderators, Anderson Cooper, somebody from PBS, you know, no one wants to see that. Everything's packaged. Joe Rogan would have them on their heels just because he's not as learned in the political issues as much as some of these other debate uh, moderators. Go,
0: go on YouTube, type in Joe Rogan. Go on YouTube, type in Joe Rogan uh, on YouTube, Kai. Go to YouTube first.
2: We're getting a lot of oh hell, yeah, gosh, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, Kai. Hell we yeah.
0: really have to work on this. It's basic yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Just type in Joe Rogan, and then solve filters at the top and go to views.
2: Our audience would love to see okay. this. Okay, All uh, right, So watch Joe it. Rogan No, debate. it's
0: not done right. Uh, 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 yeah. Go, go. To, it's coming up. Okay, uh, go, go to. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Okay, there we go, Kai. Okay, watch this. Joe Rogan's most viewed podcast is with Elon Musk. 37 million views.
2: When he smoked that most expensive joint. Yes. Uh, I will tell you, joint.
0: if Rogan is able to pull off Trump and oh. Biden, I'm telling you right now, that's a 50 million plus view debate that will take place. Yeah. And that's why it will never happen. It's exactly why it will never happen. Mm-hmm. Because the the part that we keep going back to about these things is the following. When you're an agent and you have a manager, the manager's job or the agent's job or the guy that's the corner man is to protect who? The fighter, protect the, the, the talent, fighter. The, whoever it is, the candidate, the client, right? Yeah. How, how well does Biden look on TV? <laughs> Horrible. How does he do on TV?
2: He uh, stutters. Yeah. He's bad. He's
0: pretty bad. There's no way in the world his marketing manager is going to allow Never. this debate to be taking place. And by the way, Trump tweeted it like this. You haven't heard anything from Biden. There's no way Biden would do it. Never. Not a million years. However, here's a couple things to be thinking about. Number one, how did politics transition? Like, go back 200 years ago. When you read about politics, what were people doing 200 years ago to campaign?
2: Debates. They would have open-format debates. Lincoln, Douglas, the, the famous debate. They town would hall. Have, yeah, town hall okay. debates. Exactly.
0: Then big-time newspapers. Then after radio, newspapers was FDR. radio. Then it was TV with Kennedy-Nixon when exactly. Kennedy crushed Nixon because Nixon didn't exactly. shave and he had a exactly. 4 o'clock shave. Maybe it's time to go into podcast debates. Maybe it's time that American people want to go like, yesterday I'm on the phone with one of the top schools in South Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm talking Great to story, this lady. <laughs> it's actually a very good story. I'm talking to this lady, and I'm asking her questions. She tells me about the private schools. About mm-hmm. thirty about 30, sure. uh, $30,000, $35,000 per year, per kid, whether it's kindergarten or senior, by the way. <laughs> and she says, uh, I said, so tell me about the philosophies of the school. She says, what do you mean? I said, faith-based. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this? She said, "Well, we're definitely not a faith-based, but we have a psychologist on campus that if your kids need to have some issues and they're having challenging times, our psychologists are willing to sit down and talk to your kids." I'm like, "Great. So psychologists are going to teach my kids character." That's okay, no problem. I said, "How does your school feel about capitalism?" She says, "You must be a Trump supporter." <laughs> I said, "No, I'm a capitalism supporter. I'm a die-hard capitalism supporter." She says, "Well, what we do in our school is we will teach socialism and we will teach capitalism, and then we will let the kids decide which one they think is better." I said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> she says, yes. I'm like, okay. Then she continues, as she's explaining all this other stuff. She says, I said, you know.
2: Someone goes, must be American. Uh, must be blank. what? American must Heritage. be. Uh,
0: uh, oh, that's also a good school in Florida, by the way. So, <laughs> so then, then I asked the question. She yeah. says, watch this. Then I asked the question. Mm-hmm. There's two schools that are hardcore like that. One is Pinecrest. One is American Heritage. Yeah. So someone then, I, hit,
2: Someone hit it on the nose.
0: Someone hit it on We're the We're up
2: nose. to 2.2. Keep that thumbs watch, up watch coming, this guys. Though,
0: watch this, though. So then I asked the question, and I said, so what are your, uh, what are your thoughts? She says, well, I have three kids going over here. So, so what do you think about the school and, and the philosophies in the school? She says, uh, I said, because on your Instagram account, your school, just so you know, follows NPR, <laughs> follows CNN, follows UNICEF, uh-huh. follows the World Health Organization, follows everybody on the left, but it doesn't follow anybody on the right. She says, who says that? I said, your Instagram account. So I go on their Instagram account, and I show a tour. She says, I can promise you our owners don't know this. I said, what do you mean your owners don't know this? She says, Patrick, I'm telling you our owners don't have a clue about this, about the fact that they – by the way, that's crazy. They just changed it all from yesterday <laughs> till today. Wow, that's activism. Kay? Nice job. So, so she <laughs> says – Where did they change it to? The, anyway, so I, I go and I look at a lot of this stuff. So I said, why is it?" I'm telling you, we probably didn't even know about this. That's our marketing department huh. that does this. So then she says to me, she says, Patrick, says, I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN. The only thing my husband and I consume moving forward is all podcasts. We don't consume any news anymore. It's all podcasts. I said, who do you follow? Then she gives me your names. I follow Mark Levin. I said, okay, good. I follow Stossel. I follow Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino is a stud. You know who that guy is. So she says, but I don't follow any of the podcasts, anything. And then in the middle of it, she snaps. She says, oh, my gosh, you're Patrick B. David. (laughs) I swear to God, my husband and I follow your stuff, she showed me the subscribership. (laughs) The point she made to me yesterday was what? She said, we don't watch TV, we simply listen to podcasts. Because podcasts are easier way for me to get the news. How many more people in America no longer turn yep. into the news and TV. This is why debate may need to yeah, be on podcasts Pat, and I hope it happens.
1: Pat, I, I can support that statement so much. You know, I considered myself such a media savvy, TV savvy individual. I worked in television for 15 years on the news. I thought that was the most important thing. I really did. And, and, I, and whenever somebody said, I don't watch TV, I thought they were idiots. I thought they were either lying or idiots. Yep. I, I turn on, like, I've cut the cord basically, all right? So I've got apps, but if I go to direct TV, I find that to be archaic. I find that technology to be so old, you know, where you can't go past the commercials or do things like that or rewind or anything like that. I only watch the apps and get my news and things like that. So I think the transition is real, is happening. That's how Obama won. I mean, he, he yeah. focused on social media and then Trump did the exact same thing and beat Hillary by focusing on social media. This is where people are getting information his podcast right now. Here's the other thing about your story. The scariest thing about your story was her admitting that they teach socialism. Are you kidding me? I love the fact that she was at least honest about Holy it. Holy crap! Lie. I can't believe because I, yeah. I always wonder where do these kids that love Bernie Sanders come from? I mean, if you truly understand what communism is all about, how are these kids that are supporting him and so passionate about it? Where do they come from? But she just said it. They're being taught in schools what socialism is.
2: I'm actually surprised they're learning one or the other. I never learned about capitalism or socialism in high school. Is yeah. that even a? Is that even a? in a civics maybe class maybe you weren't paying maybe, attention maybe maybe, I was, uh, <laughs> maybe you weren't high. paying attention buddy. i don't what class did they teach that in? Econ- civics?
0: economics government i yeah, never took an they,
2: economics class in high school
0: high school has economics 10th grade i took economics in 10th grade no. and and believe me i didn't do Ma- well in it american but i took history. it in 10th grade i took american Pat, history I took better say hi to her she might be listening yeah she might be listening <laughs> that's a good point but but you know what, the, the fact that she was honest, I said, I said, you know, just the fact that you're being that honest with me, I'm willing to come and take a tour to school because I'm looking at like seven, eight schools, and that's one of the schools we're looking at. But I said, look, if, if, if a family's, if you're going to public school, I had this conversation the other day upstairs with the 70 people that were here. Here's what I said to them. I said, I said so many parents are not involved in the day-to-day stuff with the kids. They're just not. You, you let your kids go to school and you have no control of what the teacher's gonna be teaching your kids. We keep talking about the stuff, right? So you gotta be a little bit more involved yeah. in what the school is teaching. If you are not teaching capitalism, I said, what, what programs do you guys have for entrepreneurship? She starts smiling. I said, I don't know, I, I, didn't, I didn't tell a joke. I'm actually being dead serious. What programs do you have about entrepreneurship? Hmm. And then she shows me, we have an elective. I said, I'm not spending 30, $35,000 yeah. for an elective.
1: You know what else is crazy about that? Do the math. I mean, You almost have to no. be a salesperson if you're in that role of the lady you were talking to yesterday because you have two kids, that's 35 times two, times what, eight or 10? That's a lot of money compounded i mean how much you would money. pay a school i mean the Over wrong year the, the wrong answers to you bucks, right? is a half. seven yeah. figure mistake for that school maybe
0: more because you're donating right. the same amount every year you're yeah. kind of donating money as well to the school if yeah. you're a booster hey you do this you do that so uh i don't know look it's just uh, all i can say is it's deeply concerning to know that these schools that are private schools are not focused on teaching capitalism and the people that can afford to pay that kind of money are capitalists most of all so anyway so let's talk about what happened in beverly hills kai do you want to pull up the video so apparently Beverly Hills has, is, a, is becoming a hub for conservative rallies. Go up a little bit, go up a little bit with the article to read the main uh, point of the article. How did Beverly Hills become a hub for conservative rallies? So they're going out there protesting in Beverly Hills, 90210 Rodeo Drive, and this is what just happened a couple days ago. Go down and click on that video. There you go. Click on the video. And you can make it a little bigger. Oh, there you go, damn. make it bigger and hit the audio. So we can hear it, Kai? Uh, Watch this. Listen to that. This is Beverly Hills. Did you hear that?
1: Looks like the Jerry Springer show.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's... You're talking about Beverly Hills. I know. One of the most expensive real estates. Look at this. Wanting to trash the American flag, dropping the American flag. Well, they got weapons, too.
1: Crazy. Kai. Where's Taggart from Beverly Hills Cop when you need him? He should have been in there breaking that up. You know, it, it makes sense that they're doing those protests there because it's, you know, you got the backdrop. They're doing it right on Santa Monica Boulevard, right by the iconic, you know, fountains and the Beverly Hills sign. And so you're going to get attention. You're going to get a cameras. You're going to get the, the dissecting opinion to it. And it's going to be like that every single week. They have these every single Sunday. It's become part of Beverly Hills. You don't even go to Beverly Hills anymore. It's got to be killing business, you know. Business is horrible to start with in Beverly Hills, but why would you want to go down to a restaurant, one of the nice hotels, or have brunch or anything when that's going on? Because it's going to be – it's a melee every single week down there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Joe
2: Biden's America. There it is right there. Oh, no, hon. We're still – Trump's still the president right now. That, that's what's – okay. We're still in Trump territory. This is scary My stuff. friend had a this gun pulled This is how on divided the country is Hills. right now is that you can't even just go have a peaceful rally. We're going to fist fight. Cause you show can your I, can
0: I give a dark twist to this? I'm going to give you a dark twist you to You had the Freddy Krueger. Okay. You had the exorcist. Well, Let's give the Well, the I'm going to give you twist. a cra- crazy twist to this, and tell me what you think about this. Um, which side has more money, Republicans or Democrats? I
1: you don't mean th- know the, the party? No, no, no. The voters. Which side has more money? Uh, well, the Democrats have more people, so volume. They might. I'll, I'll say Republicans. I'll take a guess.
0: Okay. Well, maybe let me ask the question a different way. Okay. Which sides unemployment is higher? Democrat,
1: Democrat. Democrat. left.
0: Which sides? Unless unemployment that's a trick higher, question, I'm going to say wise. the Democrats. Then. Which side has more people unemployed? Democrat. Hmm. Democrats or Republicans? I don't know. You Tell really me. say I don't know? I don't know who. Can I you actually me. pull that number up? You actually say you don't know? I don't know. You say you don't know. Which side has more Democrats I'm U- I unemployed? Don't know the answer. Okay. Uh, which, which side would like to raise taxes and uh, tax the rich people? Obviously the, the left or the right? The left. Yeah. The left. Okay. Which side uh, historically in the last few elections has, uh, uh, is willing to protest and riot and loot and get pretty ugly about it? The which left. side? Which side? Left or the right? Both. You're going to say evenly?
2: I'll say both sides right and no it. no
0: you gotta say which one's more than the other. The left. Okay, fair enough. And this is coming from somebody that is a liberal. You're not a left, but oh. you're a liberal. You're center left. You are you are not a uh, no, moderate.
2: Uh, Le- moderate left.
0: No question about it. Yes. I will absolutely agree with that. I'm with you all the For time. For all my and friends out there, I'm no, not a freaking he, socialist, he's not I'm not at a fucking all. Bernie Sanders. Far from reporter. it. You wouldn't have the million dollars no. that you have if you if you didn't have the money that you have today if you if you were. So Adam's a very independent worker. He comes in here. Not the first, but he's the last to leave. That's what we can take because he is in Miami <laughs> yes. Time. But but here's the part. The the part that makes me think is the following. There are those that know how to lose, there are those that don't know how to lose. Okay. What do I mean by this? Those who know how to lose, it's a very difficult thing to learn, to learn how to lose. When you lose, you gotta go out there and say I lost. It's very annoying. It's public, it's humiliating. No one likes it. No matter who you are, it's painful. You have to go home to your kids. You have to go, to go home to your wife, to your spouse, and all the haters that you were trying to prove wrong, they're all going to oh, come out and yeah, say what? This is their opportunity. They're going to come out and say what? I told you exactly. so. I knew he was going to fail. I knew he was a loser. You have to put up with that, and that noise is going to last a few months mm-hmm. till the next time you go, run. In sports, you have one shot every 12 months. He doesn't have it. LeBron, you, you ask him, give him a dollar, and he asks for a change, he'll give you three quarters back. Right, he won't give you four quarters because he couldn't win back <laughs> in the days. You remember that? Remember yeah, that yeah, line? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, till so came all, to the Heat, till they came to the Heat, and then Dwayne uh, bailed him out. Right. So, <laughs> so, so you <laughs> go, Andrew you Ellen. go, and you go and hear these stories, and then here's what you think about. When Obama was a president, how many riots did you see?
2: I don't recall many, a lot of riots. A
0: lot of riots. Why not? If somebody was to riot, wouldn't be the opposition? How come we didn't have a lot of riots? Record breaking deport. I mean, we had more people getting deported than ever before. You know, Reagan gave 3 million people amnesty. Obama said he's going to give amnesty. Never happened. So many Mexicans and Latinos love Reagan because they got amnesty from Reagan. What happened with Obama? Never got it. But how come there was no protesting and riots?
2: Do you think our country was as divisive as it was now? No, now? If not more. You if, think it was more divided in 2008?
0: Mo- let me ask you a question. How do you know we're divided? Who's telling you we're divided?
2: I mean, I'm just looking at what I see. I'm but just who seeing is images. Te-
0: the point is, you think it's divided because what the damn TV's telling you that we are divided. Who the hell is the TV?
2: Mm-hmm. You're saying the media is, is hyping of it up course, even
0: more. Of if, course, if, if you and I went out to dinner with 50 Democrats, 50 Republicans, whoever it is, with our friends, we're gonna have a good time. No kidding. We're gonna have a great time. Or you go to a sporting event. It and you matter. see people in the stands? I'm in Chicago. Yeah. I tell when I'm in Chicago I love going to Chicago because in Chicago at a bar, I like going to a Chicago bar at eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock. You can have a drink, have a great conversation, have a debate about sports because they love debating their sports yeah. and they love de- debating politics. And you'll have the greatest debate, heated debate, and you leave hugging a guy. Yeah. The Bears. In Chicago. You leave hugging it. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, John, I, you know, I'm ne- I feel like I've known you for years. You give a hug and you leave. Screw you. Screw you. <laughs> 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 you mean, screw yeah, yeah. But the way the media is painting it out to be. Totally. Yeah. So, they have, so the reason why I'm giving this point is because you said something. You said, America. Welcome to Biden's America. Oh no, it's still Trump's America. Mm-hmm. They have to paint that during Trump, there's so much division that it's because of Trump, and people buy it. How come we didn't have this kind of division on the Obama side? Because the media is controlled on one side, and the right doesn't riot the way the left riots, and that's a fact.
3: Mm-hmm. Whether you're
0: like, you like it or I've been a registered independent for God knows how long now, and that's a fact to see that you don't see that much protesting, rioting on the right, nowhere near as you see it on the right as you see it on the left. So they have to paint the picture as, look what a terrible job Trump is doing today. And unfortunately, that's going to work with certain people, that's going to work with a few people, maybe that'll flip a few people, but come November 3rd, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think this strategy is going to be as effective as they think it is. In the streets of Beverly Hills, for this to be taking place, crazy. I don't know about you
2: that. You think it's 90% media, 100% media, 50% media? No, I don't think it's
0: 90% media. I don't, think it's, I don't think it's 100% media. I do think it's 90% media. Okay. Yeah. I think majority of it is the media. I think the majority of it is somebody in someone's ears. Anytime I had an employee that all of a sudden turned against me. Like, let's just say I don't, Tom and I, I'm not in Tom's ear every other minute. Mm-hmm. But somebody who doesn't like me constantly calls Tom. And bashes me behind closers on a call to Tom. I don't know this. So Tom talks to this guy for three hours, and I talk to Tom for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If Tom comes to me, Tom's influenced a little bit, whether he likes it or not. Because Tom's not on the PBD News Network. Mm-hmm. He's on somebody else's news network. I don't know if you understand what I just said right there. If if you're on the call with somebody, and you could, this is why I say the most important appointment of the day is which appointment? i've said this for the last 15 years
2: the first appointment or oh, the, the, last, last, appointment. Appointment the last appointment of the day last woman most la- important appointment. that's like they of the always day. say who's the last person in trump's ear who's most the last important, person important appointment to? of the day is the last appointment yeah. of the
0: day this is if you don't win the wife you don't win the person yeah. it's the mm-hmm. last appointment of the day so i think the media oh, unfortunately yeah. for most american people is the last appointment of the day
1: and i'm going to say it's more than 90 percent because you can say i'm not going to watch the news and you can make that conscious effort to tune mm-hmm. it out don't watch the shows at night. Don't watch the newscast. But you're getting Shoot, it everywhere. Fifty nine. 59. Right. You're getting it from your Vanity Fair updates, your People magazine updates, your Daily Show updates. You're watching comedians on the on the talk shows at night, on the comedi- on the uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon and everything. It's the same thing. So it's this subliminal message that just pounds you all day long about how divided we are.
0: Well, I got a conference call right now, ten o'clock, okay, and no let's one do came it. to warn me. So we got okay. a ten what? o'clock. So we got to wrap it up. Did Mar- crazy. Mario, drop the ball here. By the way, it's the biggest podcast we've ever done. It's the biggest live we've ever had on this channel. Folks, it looks like you enjoyed this one. I you appreciate we you guys for coming and joining us. Click that, click that thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel. Click to the alert button. I, by the way, I don't know yet if I'm going to be doing a podcast this Thursday because I may have some travel plans, but we will let you know come Wednesday. If it is going to be going live and you're subscribing to the channel, you will see it. If not, you won't see it, and we'll come back again next week. But either way, we had a blast with you today. If you're loving this format, give us a subscribe button. Give us an alert button. And put a thumbs up on the podcast today. Gentlemen, great job today. We Thanks, had a Pat. good time. This was great. Take care, everybody. Job, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye See you guys.
1: Thank you.